0: This is the Pyro Podcast, episode 4 of the 2015 off-season. This is show 168, and we got a doozy for you. Good times all around. We're going to do about five segments worth of cool stuff. Most of it's about fantasy football. Some of it's going to be about fantasy. I don't know. Good times. Some of it's going to be about Valverdain, but I'll tell you one thing. We're going to talk about my penis hole less on this episode than we did last week. Sorry about that. We talked about it more than I wanted to. Yeah, I think everybody, everybody, like, great podcast, great podcast, but can you stop talking about the tip of your weenie? Um, (laughs) Alright, this show is going to be called Catch Fire, and really uh, we're going to fire it up uh, for you, and uh, yeah, we're going to light this lamp for you. It's a preseason, time to get it going, you know, the the Chicago Fire happened in Chicago, or Larry's cow, we're basically going to give you that kind of action here tonight. We're we. Kick, we're kicking the can? We're kicking the can. All right. Putting the city on, turning it on its side. As usual, I'm here with Houdini to my left. Across the way, I got stag party. Uh, Dog is not here able to make it tonight. I am D-Rex. We are pyromaniac.com, and, um, you know, I, I think the way we're going to do this is we're going to talk about. Uh, a good piece that SAG Party came up with, which was a uh, Q- QB ball distribution. Segment two is going to be touchdown dependency. Segment three is going to be early draft buzz. Segment four is going to be more free agency and a response to all the things that are happening there. Then we're going to tell you a little bit about some of the things we're doing here on Pyro and how it's changing um, in 2015 for the better for you. So, what do you guys got? Uh, anything on your mind about football or uh, something to say? Well, I was just thinking to myself as uh, I I heard the news that Trent Richardson
1: has found his third team in three years, how great it must be to be Latavius Murray, to now know that you are, again, not going to have to worry about anything.
0: Well, there's there's kind of a, a light space race between Mike Wallace, Percy Harvin, and Trent Richardson. They're trying to see who can be on five teams with over a four-year period. So I wish luck to all you guys. You guys are equally putzed out where I think you could achieve it. So they,
1: they, Each of them has a good possibility wherever they uh, end up, where, or where they are now, to be traded before the trade deadline in the NFL. I have Orleans a
0: good feeling year. that Mike Wallace, is, is, it's going to be a bad time for him there. I really do. I think this is not going to end well, or they're going to get rid of it early. We'll talk about some of that on the early draft buzz. Uh, what about you, Stags? What's happening?
2: Not much. You just got a little what uh stuff going on. You know, we can start off with the ball distribution. I thought that was a kind of cool. Uh, you guys done not, over there? No, we're not. We're we're fine. Let's go
0: into let's go into this. This is your piece. One day, one day. Uh, what was that? How two
2: weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. ago you you no, know, I just get a little bored skin. and I think, you know, Jimmy Graham going to you know Seattle. Wow. Everybody sort of thinks that you know. The Seahawks throw to the tight end a lot. You know, their tight ends are always top 25 ranked, no matter which one of them is kind of in there that week. But they're always going to get a pretty decent ranking. So you'd think that he would just throw to the tight end whoever it was. But uh, he only throws it to him like 18% of the time last season. But, you know, with the transcending talent, that doesn't really even play the tight end position rarely. He might a little bit more in Seattle, but they're not bringing him into block anyway. So, uh... Yeah, it's definitely going to raise probably about to the range of uh, where Drew Brees is throwing it to the tight end uh, at about 26% of the time. So you're going to have to think, all these other receivers, not a lot of targets to go around. But good thing they're you know, sending all the other guys off and just leaving all the targets for Brandon Cooks, apparently. So D-Rex can gush over him a little bit. More well, I
0: will do that. But one, to go back to uh, the Seahawks and the whole situation with... Uh, You know Graham going there and how that affects uh, Russell Wilson. What are your thoughts? I mean, I think is now he's finally got a bona fide target. He had one with Percy Harvin. Percy Harvin's not a volume catcher, so and he's a a space player where a lot of his good plays are happening on handoffs, anyways or pitches. Uh, What do you guys think is gonna? How does this affect a Wilson? For his fantasy season.
1: It's only positive. It can only be positive because now you have, they have Marshawn Lynch is coming back again. So you're going to have that bruiser there when you're in the goal line situations. You now have a receiver that you can count on and you can trust in in Jimmy Graham. So that's fantastic. Now you also think about him rolling out and always looking for a receiver. Well, Jimmy Graham is always going to draw two defenders to him. So when he does that, that can create more opportunities for Russell Wilson to possibly have rushing touchdowns. And you know, have more open
0: lanes to do that. So it's 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 good all the way around. remember the one thing we said after the Super Bowl that last play is we thought he should have done a, a play action, bootleg it around the backside and look for any of the three options. You gotta quote whether you want to throw to the wide receiver, whether you want to throw the tight end there, you can run, or maybe there's another guy coming across.
1: Now you're, you're doing throw, that with Jimmy Graham.
0: Yeah, right. I mean, good grief. That 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 just uh, the ability for Russell Wilson who we all think, other than the last play he made, uh, is probably makes some of the greatest decisions at the position, especially for such a young guy. To have that kind of weaponry, like you said, p- possibly taking two t- uh, linebackers—the guys that are going to—it's going to sp- it's be a safety a and a safety. linebacker. These, These are the guys that are spotting Wilson. Right. These are the guys uh, that, are, that are attacking the line of anyways. scrimmage.
1: Right. So he—he he, it gives him just so many more, much more freedom, even as a decoy.
0: That's awesome. You know what? This is not a decoy. It's the real thing. Valverde.
2: Bell Bell
3: Gosh, I'm getting sick. You smell like after shaving taco meat. Yes, I do.
2: <laughs> I do. <laughs> That—that's an awkward smell for the middle of the day here. <laughs> but uh, we'll leave that to you. Uh, but Russell Wilson, according to the touchdown dependency, man, he scored so many points on just rushing touchdowns and rushing yards that you gotta look for that drop-off. You know, they're not always gonna run them that much, and you know, this could be the thing where. He's gonna go back into the range of where he was running it. He increased like his carries like uh, by over fifty in a season. So you could see his from carries. this season to the previous season. Yeah, he had fifty more this year. Wow. So you're gonna have to think this guy's might carry the ball a little bit less. You know, definitely. Uh, you know, leaving it to him to rush as much with this new Jimmy Graham added weapon, I just don't see that happening again. Right?
0: And they resigned. Uh, you know a. a, a Marshawn Lynch, but above and beyond that, is Michael? Uh, is our guy Christine Michael? Is he gonna get a carry? No, no. <laughs> do, we, do we swear him, swear him off right after we heard about the signing of Marshawn? It's, it's ridiculous. I, I actually don't have my first version of my tears. Quick pyro promo. Uh, I put up my tears version one this week. Stags put his up about two weeks, so we got two of those going. Houdini's um, gonna be coming here pretty soon. I think dogs first though, um, and we're getting up our early tiers, so. A lot Of changes, I basically on mine left off guys that were in limbo and weren't on teams. So even a guy like Trent Richardson that signed today, not going back in to put him in, <laughs> uh, he's uh, you know, he's off the list. And people are like, Where's him? Where's Clay? They weren't signed at that point.
2: Well, Charles Clay, how about getting a nice little deal for yourself? Five years, 38 mil. It's like the third biggest contract in a uh, tight end history. Like for that guy,
0: yeah, I don't what? know. How is he? He's got it, he's. He's been able to... He's got talent. I mean, you know, the, the thing is, he,
1: he got dinged up a little bit, and then, you know, when Mike Wallace came and was screaming for the ball all the time, he didn't get the passes as much in Miami last year, so... Uh,
0: sounds like a great time to have that happen. Mike Wallace eating into your production. Like eating into your brain. <laughs> I mean, yeah. What did the pouncy Brothers
2: yeah. or whatever, what did they have coward, to say about they call it? called him
0: a coward. Oh. But then, then, basically, it's it's kind of like... It was kind of a weird story because Wallace, like, those are my boys. And even the Pounceys afterwards were like, you know, sometimes now I know I media taking stuff out of c-. They never actually said, like, his name. So maybe they're saying it, but they had a, a trapdoor. You yeah,
1: know, this is one of those things where it's like, you say, How can it be? He says he's one of my boys. Have you ever seen the documentary on Ginger Baker, Beware Mr. Baker? hmm. Well,. Ginger, Ginger Baker, Ginger Baker from Cream. Okay. So Eric Clapton and, and all these guys. So he, he says when they're interviewing him, yeah, Eric Clapton is uh, is one of, is one of my best best dearest friends. And then in they interview Eric Clapton, he's like, yeah, I played with Ginger Baker. <laughs> so you know what what one person's reality and and, and the perception is, is is
0: always sometimes. Well, let's great. make one thing clear though. Love Eric Clapton as a guitarist. He's a prick. He's a prick. He, he, he was kind of Being a bitch I saw him last year Ginger
1: Baker Ginger Baker is also
0: a prick So I believe that I, I saw him did last you year see that a few years ago At Jazz Fest he Sat down and played An acoustic set I was like Dude Come on You're headlining this thing and It was kind of a snooze fest A lot of people were booing And then I read Two weeks later He walked off the stage Because so many people Were booing him Dude you can't go acoustic the whole show. It's
1: not 1996
0: yeah. anymore. Do it, do it, you do it. MTV unplugged is over, and do a whole you know electric thing. Take a little set and then uh, do your thing.
1: I think let's get into this whole the quarterback ball distribution So I mean, we kind
0: of already have been doing it Well, let's but We're let's just bouncing around now Yeah, we've done
1: we all of this right We've done early draft balls <laughs> That's what and, like, Let's, dependency. let's, let's, oh, yeah. let's, let's we're, center our focus we're, here
0: right
2: now Focus? Who are you talking to? This is pyromaniac.com If you don't remember yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's true
0: It's a good point This is I'm glad you, I'm glad one of us remembered. I, hey. I I'm glad I don't have to do the intro I, I always as have
2: As previously stated <laughs>
0: True. i I remember when I used to mess it up. I did good tonight. I wrote it down on my hand. <laughs> All right, black. Stags, tell us about this QB ball uh, distribution. You, you came up with it for because of the uh, Jimmy Graham. Where do, Where do you want to start? What's something that pops out to you? And just so it's known. Is this QB ball distribution? I did put a, a, a slight version of it up on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash pyromaniac. So you can check it out there. But in all honesty, I think we all agree we're going to use this as a piece that's in our uh, toolbox resource, which is going to happen uh, with Pyro Pro, where if you're a paying member of Pyro, you're going to get access to a lot of these really, really awesome charts. It's also going to be in our draft kit as well. So. So I, I just I have a quick question. So,
1: Oops, it, so. <laughs> looking looking at this, this chart, which is crazy, it's it's so you got every position, all the targets for each of the positions. So when you're looking at this, this is almost kind of for you then, I'm guessing, a really good way, especially when you're looking at your tiers and your draft and where guys are gonna slot based on where these projections
2: come out. Yeah, and then there's crazy things you're noticing and, and you're bumping guys up the list, like You know, how much the Chiefs throw it to the tight end? And, you know, with the sign getting cut, considering the circumstances, you know, this guy just keeps moving up. And then these other guys falling off with free agency a little bit, you know, the Julius Thomases who are chasing money. Uh, You know, there's a guy who just keeps moving up the list no matter what stat or number you look at, and that's Travis Kelsey. So, well... Using that to prove it, what do you think about uh, Travis Kelsey for next season? I think I put him on, on my, my the, the latest version of tears. I've got him at three. I, look, we we always loved Kelsey ever since he came out.
1: So this guy, it's it's great potential because now you're, you're going to have Jimmy Macklin there. So you're going to actually have a, a better wide receiver that's going to help take pressure off of him. But at the same time, He's not going to be... Jeremy Is just not like a a single-by-himself game-breaker. He needs to have other guys around him. So, Kelsey's going to be that guy that picks up the slack. And he's going to still continue to be... Because as long as Alex Smith is still the quarterback, uh, you know, they're going to continue to to throw to Kelsey because it's the easier throw for him. And he likes to throw manageable throws. And it's the matchup
2: nightmare that Kelsey is. I mean, and he throws it like the second most in the league to the tight ends already. Uh, You know, there's... One other team who's higher, and that's the Rams. crazily enough, it does, you know Jared Cook never seems to put up numbers, so I don't know who who he's throwing it to to get this you know the pass completions. But uh, well, remember because they they uh, they had Sam Bradford injured all the time, so it's yeah. like they they they, they didn't have
1: they, dump they, they, they
0: were running the ball a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Am I, I reading this wrong though? Because I'm seeing that they had 99 receptions or 96 receptions, Kansas City tight ends. And then I'm seeing Bears at 106. Uh, we're
2: 11. not looking at receptions. We're looking at the attempts and the targets uh, to really get that ball distribution look. Where, I mean, which, which, is, which of these charts should I be looking at? we
0: got so many pieces of paper here tonight. It's kind of crazy. It should
2: be the bottom one on that page.
0: The bottom I, one?
4: Yes. Okay.
0: Okay. I'm, I was looking at the top one. Okay. So, <laughs> so this one's QB attempts. Got it. Okay. That's targets versus receptions. Got it. God, that shows you that he doesn't really connect on many of them, then. Uh, and on the flip side of it, what
2: what is it? Anthony Fasano's fault. <laughs> fault. Okay. back off. Fair he enough. He caught like eighty percent of his passes nearly last year.
0: Did he? But drawback, as we know, touchdown, This is touchdowns uh, happening from any of these uh, plays is super low. They're at eighteen uh, passing touchdowns last year. So, just in the whole roundabout thing, I like to ball distribution because it gives you the minutia of like, hey, you're going to get it good here on the receptions and the targets and all that stuff, but hold on. Check it out. (laughs) Touchdowns. And we obviously know that with the the, the Kansas City Chiefs. But this chart, man. Okay, I'm glad I know where we're at now. There's a lot of shtiff here. Yes. This is a badass chart.
2: (laughs) I think I expanded it into even like five versions and then there's one with like the completion percentage to each position and then I I think I added touchdowns to each position and where he throws those to. Yes, targets, <laughs>
0: touches, completions, <coughs> attempt or attempts. It's pretty crazy. Um, all right, so here, here, here's let's look at a couple other things. We can we can move away from the tight end position or stay there if we want, but um, let's look at some of the other positions that kind of jump out at you. You know, to me, I'd say you look at the number of throws that uh, Matt Ryan's getting to. Uh, his, his uh his, or how many completions, to his wide receivers. The wide receivers on the Falcons last year had 284 catches.
2: Yeah, It's just ridiculous. And that is insane. With Julio, you know, leading the charge, uh, you know, they definitely got it going last year. And Roddy White was back for most of the season and performed, you know, pretty well as a top 30 player. So you can't really complain about anything he got from Roddy White where he was ranked. And then Harry Douglas, when he was actually in the fold last season, was relatively healthy. And they even got bonus points from Devin Hester to begin the year. And you they know, cut
0: Harry, right? So that, they, they cut no Harry now. So there.
2: He, where did he end up again? Tennessee. Tennessee. Like, of all places uh, where you Tennessee. don't want to see Harry Douglas, kill, he, goes Tennessee. Tennessee. he goes to Tennessee. There ain't no place ain't he'd rather no be. place <laughs> I'd rather not be. He'd rather Washington. not be on the bench behind uh, Kendall Wright. I mean, where are they actually going to get this guy on the field?
0: <laughs> Bad times for him. fault. Well, you you if somebody wants to, you got to go there. But here's something crazy, and it just shows you the minutia. Now that I know where we're at on these charts, I'm, I, I got my head in the game. Atlanta Falcons. So we told you that they, how many um, receptions that the wide receivers had. Tons, 284. The number of attempts that Matt Ryan made to the wide receivers is off the charts. There's only another, There's only one other team that had 400 attempts to the wide receivers, and that was Peyton Manning and the Broncos. But you look at Atlanta Falcons' wide receiver targets last year, 434 <laughs> throws to wide receivers on that team. That is the reason why I have Julio Jones as my number one wide receiver in my virgin one of tears. This guy, Ryan... Is just thrown to the wide receiver. That is an insane 436 passing attempts just to the wide receiver. That alleviates the tight end in the running back position.
1: Well, but it also it also shows you why. And this is things that you can you can decipher because they didn't have a running game. Steven Jackson was 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 dead on wheels. Devonta Freeman didn't give him anything. So. They're sitting here, they're going, well, what else do we have? We have to throw the ball. And you don't have a tight end to throw to over there. So. Absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> so, now, so now here's the Rob thing. Rob Hauser,
2: potentially. Yeah, oh, for, it's great.
1: So sign Rob Hauser. That's not going to do anything that's really going to disrupt what's going to be happening for the wide receivers. Then see what they're going to do in the draft. Who are they going after if they're going to bring in a running back? But at the same time, still a rookie running back. So you can still realistically expect it to still be a high number of attempts, maybe not 434,
2: I think easily four hundred though. Yeah, I mean, why not? There's not much that can, you know, take you off that position. But there's another crazy thing. Uh the San Francisco 49ers, seventy one of their pass attempts went toward seventy one percent of their pass attempts went towards their wide receivers. Uh so seven of ten plays they're throwing to the wide receivers, and they had one top thirty of all players? plays or passing plays? Of uh, all their passing attempts passive, passive went to the passive wide passive. receivers, what? and wow. what you know, none of those guys put up great numbers. Bolden was the top guy, mm-hmm. and now Crabtree can't even find a team. Uh, Stevie Johnson got a job oh, where, before where, he
3: did. Where's, where's
2: Johnson? I, at? In, in San Diego. Oh, uh, where did I, heard, I heard. I just heard Crabtree was he's going, uh, going to Dolphins. He's going, he's going, to, going to visit, visit yeah. to the Dolphins. Disney that's Dolphins. right.
1: Going
0: to the other coast, but. I want Crabby Patty. I think he's still got something. I'd love him to be our second or third We'll story. talk
1: about that a little bit later. I want
0: to talk about I, I don't want I don't guys. want Crabby
1: Patty. I, don't want, I want I want. one of these other guys, Amari or Kevin. You don't want Krabby? Patty? Oh,
2: do you want the crazy draft strategy I want the that you think's actually going to happen? I like no, I don't too. think it's going to happen. Hey, That's why, talking, why I want
0: to have my pie segments together you guys.
2: <laughs> <laughs> party,
5: Puppa.
0: Well. It's not the And
4: Mom.
0: we got our Arnold reference in. And
5: if you're at all interested Self-preservation, you take off your shoes before you set foot on the Berber. Why would we step in baby food?
3: He's talking about the
5: carpet, Berber. What are you, the rug doctor? Maybe I am. I'm the rug master. What's that even mean? Shut up and take off your damn shoes. (laughs)
0: The rug master. What's that uh, all right, so let's let's look at some other uh, things that we think are popping out of, off the page at us here for the ball distribution. And again, I think just to take a step back on this, the reason why this is very important um, is when you're creating your tiers, you, you want that minutiae detail, that empirical data that's really going to help you decipher and make a good decision from one player to the next. And if you're going between two wide receivers that you're thinking about having in your tiers or that you want to draft on draft day, and one of the guys is a wide two wide receivers, and one of the guys is sitting on Atlanta Falcons and gets 434 um, targets. And the other guy is on the Chiefs. Well, let's do another, we don't need to do that on the Chiefs. Let's say the other the other guy is on the Rams. The Rams threw 257 times to their wide receivers. So if you're sitting there and you're going, wow. Should I grab this guy on the Rams or this guy on Atlanta? You know, big picture, I'm not saying some guy versus Julio Jones. It's an obvious decision. This kind of detailed, down, 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 uh, minutiae uh, detail and stats helps you make those kind of decisions. Most sites out there, as you know, it's one of the reasons why you're listening to our podcast on a regular basis, just give you the big picture. They give you the umbrella. They give you the end, of the, the end of all the work. We show it all to you. We tell you all the details on how we get. And uh, stats and charts like this are the reason why our draft kit and this piece, to be able to access it through that toolbox, is ridiculous and will help you win. You know, here's one that, that is interesting
1: to me. And looking at a change in what the situation is going to be, one of the top running backs, Matt Forte. Okay, so you come from what he, he led the league in, in receptions, right? Yep. Uh, but as far as targets to the running back, they were only. Well, it was number five.
2: Yeah, middle of the road.
1: So, well, not middle of the road. Still upper upper road, but but not not the elite. You know? Yeah, you're... not
2: where not exactly where you thought they'd be. No, but... and so
1: and then you look at the teams that that, are, that were above them, right? So you high have... percentage though. They caught a lot of it. They
0: only 78... Like, almost 79%. I mean, that's pretty... That's ridiculous. So completion percentage to the running back.
1: So the Buffalo Bills attempted uh, 154, uh, completing 114 for 74%. You had uh, the Detroit Lions, who led the league, with 168. Uh, wow. But only completed 67.3%. That's where we keep saying... I'm sorry, Reggie Bush, Mr. Mister Drop Doctor, and, and Joy Bell... Had his, uh, Still, the most well.
0: ca- uh, second most catches uh, by a team, right? But the most one, attempts. One, le- one so, less, than, yeah. You know, as far as efficiency, it's not really efficient. So, is uh, anything Stafford does other than partying and getting hot broads by a, in
2: some sort of Ozark's lake efficient? <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh,
2: you've got to hope for a regain of some efficiency. You know, with a healthy Calvin Johnson and you know Golden Tate on the other side, and you know they're high on. Uh, Kyle Fuller's brother, who's well, another Fuller, Corey Fuller. There we go. They're high on Corey Fuller with four, four speed and six, you know, three size. So you gotta like hope they get it back going. And you've got Ebron coming back to hopefully resurge that tight end position. Cause boy, did that position fall off for them last season.
0: He's gonna. Uh, you, you. I know we all agree. We all think Ebron's gonna turn turn it up this year.
1: Well, he he has to. And he has every opportunity. I mean, yeah. with Golden Tate and, it, and as you said, Calvin Johnson, you have the free reign to do whatever you need to do.
0: Maybe he was just, you know, like a lot of guys just couldn't pick it up.
4: Yeah, doesn't and, get it.
0: And. and Sometimes that's tough. The playbook, the playbook, and it, you know, it's a it, you got to be a heady person. It's a it's a sport that you need to use your mind. You need to be a smart person, or uh, sit out we see, four weeks. We like saw a, you see guys ODB. that are, a guy like uh, Johnny Football last year was not smart enough, did not get the playbook. You've seen guys in the past that have been run out of the league for the exact same. Time. Chad Ocho Cinco, he's the one reason other than headbutting that one girl. The main reason was he basically couldn't learn the playbooks. Let me let me let me also
1: just kind of close out this Detroit little talk here, and I want to transfer it to another another team with the, with the same running back situation. You're always trying um, to steal
0: Detroit's thunder. Well,
1: hey, no, not really. Okay. Uh, so you have the other problem why they don't complete as many passes uh, to the to that position is because Stafford's always throwing from all different angles, you know, and, and he's, he's usually as he's, as he's rolling out and sometimes the flick passes, of the wrist, the and, flick of the wrist, it goes high or whatever like that. So understand who the quarterback is so look at the other quarterback who had the best percentage two running backs andrew luck completed 81.4 percent oh no, i'm sorry he wasn't that was uh it was mr uh, tony romo 87.9 percent of his passes were caught he only attempted 91 but he completed 80. so you know and then you look at the other top guys and andrew luck is another one of those top guys drew Brees. These are guys that complete a high percentage. Of so if you have a running back there and you're in a PPR situation, again, quarterback
0: matters. These are, these are you know, they make better decisions. Well, the Chiefs will like this. We keep going, uh, we keep going back to them too much. But as I said earlier, 18 touchdowns for, by the QB, um, Alex Smith, for the Chiefs. Nine, which is the tops, nine touchdowns uh, from the QB, the QB going to the running back. Uh, through the air Through the air to the running back So uh, now Davis and Jamal Charles There then you know it's The story zero to the wide receiver Zero percent wide receiver uh, Percentage of passing TDs Zero percent uh, But then you go as we spoke earlier Nine go to the tight end which is why Stag party basically is rubbing them out On a daily basis to Kelsey
2: I mean I got When you're making your tears you eventually Get to number three and you're like I don't know who to put here and you know Kelsey's been my top option just climbing over guys but I got Kelsey at 4 you know know who Jimmy Graham's still staying at 2 for me even with the team move he's still the second most talented guy at the position you know maybe most talented if he gets utilized correctly and can stay healthy you know caveats apply but you know those after those two guys it's a it's a wash, like almost between 3 and 15. So good luck to you next season. Well, I'll
1: lock in for... I'll, I just want to say okay. something that what's, what's yeah. so fun about these charts and, 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 and a way that it will make you successful is before you buy our draft kit, you're going to already have in your mind certain players that you think are great. And, and, and what you need to do, and this will help you to not be emotional and to be smart about where you're where you're looking, look at those players that you're in love with and then start looking at all their, what their team situation, what their strength and schedule, look through all these different parts of the draft kit, and you're going to go, oh. Or when you immediately react, why do you have them ranked so low? Well, start reading the details,
0: and then you say, oh. And sometimes they'll still be ranked high. Like, <laughs> hey, what the details tell me, and I have to have it. Like, piss off. Of des is, 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 Des <laughs> is, Des. He's on my team. He's going to be, bro, gonna be uh, sitting on the team. If you want to win, let movie spin. We believe you gotta you you gotta have heart. You gotta win with heart here. You know, can't be all data, data, stats, 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 all that stuff. Because sometimes you gotta you gotta have the guys you love to get that serendipitous. uh, No, but when you have like that
1: thing where where, where what tells you is this: don't overvalue the guy though. You know, you can may still love him and want to get him, but don't don't now spend a second round pick on him. Make him a third round pick.
0: Well, here you go. Tears. Tight ends are easier because there's not so many of them. Like you just said, Stags. I mean, even getting to the eighth tight end, once it, it's pretty much it's pretty much a wash. More okay. Let's say top ten guys. After that, there it's pretty much a C. a stat like this, and you're focusing more on the percentages and where it posi- where the targets are going, which is awesome. And on the, from these charts, I'm focusing more on the touchdowns. Um, and, and you, you little—I
1: well, thought we were going back to touchdown dependency in the next segment, so you know I was holding my touchdown.
0: Always
2: t- no. not touches touchdowns.
0: Yeah. Okay. You're right. That's a good point. But um, it's still ball distribution. All right. It's kind of like I've got multiple TD
2: dependency. You do balls. Yes. <laughs> good, 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 good. So here I've always got i I've always got a backup.
0: Here's the teams <laughs> you want a tight end on from last year's stats. Thing changed, but there are tendency and trends that seem to happen. Um, Broncos, seven of them happened through the first three games. Owen but, Daniels? Uh, now Owen Daniels, so Broncos. And Think Gary
1: Kubiak's system, who's yeah. been in going to keep ever. it going, yeah. Yeah, so.
0: 15 touchdowns to tight ends from that team. 18 touchdowns to Fleener and Allen from the Colts. Another 18 for Mr. Gronk dressing. Uh, Saints had 17, so, you know, we'll see if. Josh just,
2: Hill had a good majority of those. Yeah, a, a hey, majority Warden, of his. i only had 10.
0: Yeah.
4: Unbelievable. A, a majority
1: wow. of his catches have gone for touchdowns. Yeah. he's so like I, that, He's like he's
4: like the he's that percent of
1: his catches are touchdowns. Yeah, it's, it's once every five times.
0: He's the one guy. Oh, Vrabel. Vrabel. <laughs> oh, right, all time. He, like he's got like ten catches, ten touchdowns. Right.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> there and was a linebacker. There was a guy though years ago that was on the Bears that had like eight yeah, catches and. Yeah,
0: uh, the eighth
1: set, uh, not eight. Kellen Davis it was it was it was a guy before Kellen Davis who had like it was like 10
0: catches on the year and 8 of them were touchdowns i believe it uh, all right other guys going quickly go on chargers obviously they had uh, 13 uh, giants Larry Donald, remember he had a couple of big games. But and, and you know what? Because it's amazing. I like Donald. Donald this year might be a good pick, as, as long as he can control the, the, the guys, fumbling and the and you know.
1: He made, he there's
0: going to be when you with Cruz back and with more situation having a Verene a pass catching uh, running back, so you got more uh, talent there at catching the ball on third down. D- Janelle, if he's working hard and trying to elevate his game, he's the kind of sneaky guy that can get you some nice fantasy points if you don't go high on the tight end. He had great rapport
1: with Eli Manning as far as like was it Washington that he destroyed four touchdowns touchdowns Monday Night Game or something?
2: (laughs) Right. Oh god. Didn't even start himself.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, exactly. No one had him. Everyone picked him up. All right.
2: One of the very interesting things is looking at uh, going back to the first guy we talked about. Going back to Russell Wilson. He only threw 35% of his touchdowns to the wide receivers. Like, that's the second lowest mark in the league, you know, beyond 0%. You know.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> who, so you got to think about Doug Baldwin and, you know, Jermaine Kirsten and not be real excited and just keep knocking them down. Those are guys you just keep moving Baldwin's down. Baldwin's not in my tier, Especially with Graham not on the are on the board next season. Well,
1: isn't that the whole point? As long as you don't... They don't have uh, another legitimate threat other than Jimmy Graham there. He's their best threat. So, don't expect that, you know... You might expect that they go up a little bit, only because...
0: Graham gets the attention, and some of these guys might come open. And I, mean, I think like, Curse will become a better player. These guys are hungrier now that they lost. That's what Curse, they're banking on. They, well, Curse is a good player. We've but seen him make some incredible. They're catches. not only f- in the playoffs, <laughs> but they might, they might, they might. I'm not saying they're going to be great. You
1: got to well, wait and, and see be what better. they do with the draft. You got to see are they going to go after another wide receiver? Because remember, they got they got Richardson. He didn't do and anything. That, he was a second round pick, right? And he didn't do anything.
0: Yeah. Yeah, torn
2: ACLs do And, that you, and you had Harvard
0: and you traded him. <laughs> yeah, you saw that so guy. He's he they... 130. He looked like Iverson. He was 130 <laughs> yeah. coming out of the shower, soaping wet with. Uh, uh, so it's like
2: with, soaping uh, wet. Soaping <laughs> wet. Wow, you like him soaping <laughs> wet.
0: Soaking. Sorry. He's soaking. Down. Soaking. <laughs> he settled down, guys. Settle down. Keep it in your pants over there. You're the one who's taking it out of his soaking. pants. Soaking. Get, getting
4: it all soaked up.
3: <laughs> I've been working on a great, project <laughs> You look amazing. Your hair rocks. Thanks. Thanks. You look so good. Oh my gosh. Do you look at yourself? I totally want to cut off your skin and wear it to my birthday. It's coming up. What's his, Nick, uh,
0: what's his name? Nick. What's his name? Nick words Nick worth That guy's nuts. Oh my god. He's hilarious. Nine. Everything he does. He's one of the funnier guys. You guys
2: ever done a grandma's boy? Uh. Soundbite? No, I have not,
0: but I love
1: Can you movie. please
2: add it to the list? Is that him?
0: Is he in that? Yeah, oh my
2: god, he's <laughs>
1: like <laughs> him in uh, the... Uh, I've <laughs> never seen the movie. You know, <laughs> uh, well, oh, I got a new sure. car. You've yeah. never
2: seen this movie? No. Are you serious? My so roommates,
1: roommates are going to get me some new rims.
2: <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> Maybe radio so I can talk to other car radios? <laughs> <laughs> where, uh,
0: where, where can I see this? Netflix? You, Netflix? boy. Yeah. Grandma's boy. Nice. Alright, <laughs> done. I love any goofy shit that guy does. Um, let's find some other cool things that are popping out on these charts, um, and we can, uh, we'll, so let's look at them and, and figure, figure some good ones out. Um, what do you, Stags, come on, you created this, help us out here. Make <laughs> 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 some the smooth transition there. Well Houdini, always when I, I start I, talking, he's trying to get my attention. That's right. It's like yeah. in the middle of my thought. He's like, hold well, no, on, no, I wanna have a side conversation goal. while
1: you're talking. It is my goal to sabotage D-Rex at
0: I, all costs. I appreciate it. Well just that you're doing a terrible job overall, but you did well there. Scoring.
1: I mean point. i have trouble working on, on, on my computer, you know.
5: Alright, Mr. Smart Reporter. Showing off. Figured out how to work the Google on the internet machine. <laughs> You know, how about a team that might end up drafting a
2: quarterback? You know, coming up, the Chicago Bears. Oh, at please. number seven in a lot of mock drafts, they're getting Marcus Mariota nowadays. Would that make people
1: in Chicago say, Bernie? Not only did we embarrass Marky Mark, we let
5: down the Funky Bunch.
2: <laughs> I mean, I don't think so. I, I think they're you want Mariota. Yeah. Okay. I, I like him a lot more than I like Jay. I'm just done with Jay. See ya. But they threw thirty touchdown passes last season. Like, think about that. Thirty touchdown passes. Yeah. And you know, Jay Cutler blew it up for you at the end of the season by getting himself benched. Even though he's putting up n- nice numbers fantasy wise throughout the season. But I'm yeah. gonna say one thing. I, I, I,
0: I liked what I saw out of Jimmy Clausen. I don't know why he's a free agent. I think he should be our back. They,
2: they re signed him for that. Yeah, no, they did. No, I thought he was a free agent, I'm sorry. No.
0: Oh,
1: I don't want to waste a pick on on uh, Marcus Mariota here because I still don't think they're going to be a very good team this year, and I and I exactly. and I and I don't think Mariota is is the answer, and I don't think that he's a long term solution. So when I'm looking at, at that, I said I'd rather get one of the skill players. Let me get let me get either an amazing pass rusher or let me get you know the the, the dominant wide
5: receiver. Let me get a Valverde. We're gonna skate to one song, one song only. I'm gonna get you, get you drunk, get you drunk off my lady hump, my hump, my hump, my lovely lady hump.
0: (laughs) My hump's more of a man hump. Called a belly. Stop, we're not talking (laughs) about the beer belly. (laughs) Better that you went there. (laughs) We talked enough. I'm not not talking about
4: sex for (laughs) a (laughs) while.
5: Yeah, I've been called sex on skates, but I resent that. I'm sex on everything.
0: <laughs> yes! Okay, you just rekindled the fire. We're talking about it more. No, fuck. You guys want to move on to some touchdown dependency? I think we can, uh, we can do that. Absolutely. Let's go to some touchdown dependency. Stags, great chart, good times. Um... I love that one. I can't wait to have yet another thing I got to go through for every player that I do on my tears. Should make, should make the process. My first batch of tears, I think I told you, took me like 11 hours to do. It's ridiculous. It's, it takes me so long. Now it's easier from there. You know, it's a lot easier to do version 2 than version 1. But version 1, it's like, holy crap. And actually, thank God I saved a version before I deleted all the free agents. But I thought, I spaced it off, and I'm like, oh my god, you forgot to do it. And then I saw version 2 later, so good, time, <laughs> good told,
2: times. Good You told me you did, so you I better know, have one.
0: I know, I did. I made. It. I got version 2s already ready to go with all the players. Goes deep as hell. Look, give me a little back, another chart, Stagman. You're the man. Uh, I think this came out of uh, what reason did you think, wow, you know something well, this, I never this seen. This was like
1: a couple years ago. This we was were talking, last year. Yeah, uh, last we were, we, year. We, we were, me and you were talking about how touchdowns matter and how when a guy has 15, 16 touchdowns in, in a season. Oh, this was
2: Vernon Davis. You, right, it
1: was Vernon Davis and it was, um, uh, yeah, there was another one too. Right. And you can't. And he had 52, 52 uh, uh, catches yeah. and 16 touchdowns. You, you, li- logically, everything in your mind has to scream at you. Don't, don't think that he's going to be able to repeat that performance or improve on that performance. It was always going to go down because he was all of his fantasy production was so dependent on touchdowns. And, and, what, you know, and there's like certain guys too, like even Dwayne Allen, right? He scored all, a ton of touchdowns. Last year. But yeah. at the same time, he didn't have a hundred yard game. Fleener had two hundred yard games. He never had more than uh, I think four receptions in a game. He was never targeted more than like seven times in a game. So you you have those type of situations and you realize what? Well, I really like Dwayne Allen. because he well he's been doing well, but at the same time, he's very touchdown dependent for his points.
2: I mean, that's one of the things. Only Julius Thomas had a higher number there. So you just gotta know that this if this guy's not scoring you're getting your two three point clunkers and you've gotta figure out if you're okay with that or not. And you've gotta build your team around that a little bit. But, so but also, you have more dependable guys in terms of yardage and or catches depending on you know what kind of league you'll play. You gotta pair him with an Antonio Brown. And you have those touchdown, you know constant guys that are gonna, you know, help you win on a week to week basis and then if you need that little extra, you're hoping for Dwayne Allen in there. He's your he's your home run maker. He's not a home run maker though. That's a, that's my point. He's he's, he,
1: you you said it right. He's a clunker or he gives you ten point production, but you don't get any of the huge production games from yeah, him.
2: Yeah, but we're talking fantasy. We're talking a home run means touchdown.
1: Well, yeah, but at the same time, yeah,
2: are not you're a home not, run th- hitter. Th- this is why
1: this th- is why Dwayne Allen, you know, for me is is you know a good tight end, but he's not a top five tight end. You know, no it, is, is because he just doesn't get enough of the looks, even with. The great quarterback and and no running attack that they had last year. So, which is going to be improved this year. You know.
2: You'd have to hope. Right. I mean, it's just Frank Gore and, you know, Boom Heron. That's (laughs) it. What do you guys think is the most
0: important position when you're talking about touchdown dependency? And it it works equally for every position, but what do you personally think when you're looking at these charts from quarterback to running back to wide receiver to tight end really tells the tale the most? here, it's probably got to be either the quarterback or the running back. I think.
2: I mean, there's a lot on it. You, <laughs> I, mean, it I mean, matters a lot for why, each wide receivers.
1: To me, is usually the one that that, that I look at the most because yeah. if when you have these guys, it's, it, you have to know. We've had this conversation in podcast years ago. Can the guy score touchdowns? Is he a receiver that has the ability to score touchdowns? So, you know, yeah. When they are, they have the anomaly of the huge season, 17, 16, you know, touchdowns. If they don't, then they're still giving you seven, eight touchdowns, you know. Or are they the guy who only is going to break into the the double digits once, you know, in their career?
0: Well, I think something to, to make important here is this chart is showing basically how many points, out of all the points you're scoring, you got your total fantasy points on the season, how many points for a QB... Are coming from the touchdowns that you score, passing, or rushing. how many points are coming? It's out of that 352.1 for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, his passing TDs um, accounted for 152 of those points. Um, you know, and then like, help me out, Stags. I'm, I'm kind of uh, his rushing yards uh, accounted for you know almost 27 uh, points uh, for, for rushing yards. Uh, and then points from rushing touchdowns is um, 12. Yep. Two
2: touchdown rushing.
0: A little nice added bonus for you. It is a nice little added bonus. One thing I want us to do on this chart, I want us to lightly do a couple of the uh, vertical columns that are the point ones. I think this chart's awesome. But I th- Does that make sense? Maybe. Yeah, all right. Uh, real time. This is what we do.
1: Well, see, but it's also here, if you're looking at wide receivers, you could also why you could love Odell Beckham even more. Okay, let's compare Odell Beckham versus Mike Evans. I think this is really a a good comparison, right? But it also gives you, shows you maybe a little bit more about who the quarterback situation is for both of them as well. You have Mike Evans, who had 123 targets, had 68 catches for 1,051 yards. And of his receiving yard, uh, they have accounted for 59.3% of his points. So he scored 40.7% of his points on touchdowns. Well, Odell Beckham in, in 12 games had 91 catches, 1,305 yards, also had 12 touchdowns, but those 12 touchdowns only represented 35.3% of mm-hmm. his points. And that's part of the thing when you when you say, okay, we well, look at the quarterback situation. That's why he was able to gain a ridiculous amount of yards that he that he gained in yeah. 12 games. But where you can look at each of those players, what's the situation going to be for Mike Evans next year? It's not great. It's probably going to be Jameis Winston, but at the same time the growing pains, hello, rookie quarterback takes a couple years before he really starts clicking.
2: So I thought they were going to be in the Super Bowl this year.
1: Oh, who
0: said that?
2: Jameis. Oh, hey
1: Jameis. Alright, well.
2: He did? Did he, have, did, yeah. did, he
1: have, did he have a crab in his back pocket while he while he's said it? Oh, I don't think that's fair. <laughs> sure I it's fair. I think <laughs> it's,
0: fair. <laughs> it's fair game. It was, it right, was, it's right in, right in the Poonani fair. <laughs> that's right. I saw, I saw it on TV. Must be true. <laughs> Whatever you
1: see is and, true. And Dickie Dunn wrote it. So <laughs> <laughs> um So I'm, but so so, yeah, when yeah, look at that, it's true. so when you when you when you say, okay, well what's gonna happen with Evans? Well, we already know uh talk about does a dog bite or does he doesn't he? Vincent Jackson, has he ever really been, you know he's trailed off now. His his, his touchdown dominance is 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 kinda gone and, and Evans is going to be continue to be that guy on the team. He only had two touchdowns last year, right? But is is Mike Evans going to be able to really improve on that touchdown mark? You know, and and no. with all the inconsistency at the quarterback, is how much is he, he probably will improve on his on his yardage? Yeah, but maybe only by like you know not as much. So that's why you have to you know, maybe like 100, 200 yards, maybe gets to twelve hundred yards.
2: Yeah, but that makes you top.
1: I, I'm, I'm not saying top, that he's not, but I'm just saying when you no, he receivers. loves him. That's What, his I'm, guy. I, and what I'm saying is, is that when you, you, you can project, and that's how you know all these other parts
0: of it come together. Odell Beckham is just sickly ahead of
4: him, though.
0: Well, here's what I would say: AJ Green. So he had, uh, you know, obviously not one of his finest uh, seasons. It missed uh, four games or whatnot, but AJ Green had over a thousand yards, thousand forty-one yards, um, and that counted for 104 of his 136 points. And that's 76% of his fantasy points is coming from yardage. He had six touchdowns. I think we can, he can increase that. But isn't he kind of more of a guy? Is he going to have more than 10 touchdowns in a season, A.J. Green? I don't know if he is because of the – while Dalton's throwing him the pill. So I think he's going to have more yards next year. Uh, he'll have more than 1,041 if he plays all six games. I think he's a 1,300, 1,400-yard uh, receiver. But that just means essentially We need to go back to
1: your distribution chart because what, what did, uh, in Hugh Jackson's offense, what were the percentages that were going to, uh, you know, uh, to, to wide receivers, it? and what was it going to running backs? And then you also got to remember that Giovanni Bernard was hurt for a few of those games, and then once Bernard came back, he became a much more...
0: you know, 100, 56%. 100 Went, of the targets, went to um, the wide receivers for the Bengals.
2: No, 50, or 69.8. That's the completions, I believe.
0: Completions, 69. I'm at, I'm at attempts. Which which targets? Um, Yeah. So, 56, and that's 284 thrown balls to the wide receivers.
2: Yeah, that's not a very good percentage, but...
0: But in terms, been... he's going to have more yards. He's not going to have that many more. So points out so, many so he's going to have yeah. so. Much. His percentage for AJ Green, he needs so many yards to score you points. That its not that it really matters. That it's too too important. But having balance between your yardage and your touchdowns over over over, over um, you know a few seasons is important because you then then there's not hit or miss on what you get going back to Vernon Davis when you had those huge touchdown games. Then the next year, remember you had two touchdowns. And but had all these yards He's had both. He's done like twelve touchdowns and no yardage, and then he does, uh, you know, two touchdowns but has the yardage. And then
1: last year he did no touchdowns and like, oh no, yeah, the, the, And no yardage. The, there was no yardage. we had uh, two touchdowns, but in the first game of the season, and then he had nothing. After. He was
0: basically after the first game. The Kansas first game.
1: TV. First game was the only it was the game. It kept him wide off receiver, the bit, wide It the kept him off bitch slap, and it kept him from earning the golden uh, uh, damn it, it sombrero.
0: So <laughs> he's lucky. Yeah, well... He even himself was sweating it out there for a minute. I know. he's like, like,
2: I do cannot be a part of well, the Well, no, he,
1: once goals. he got out of the first one, he was fine. You know, yeah, so.
2: Going back to the Bengals for one second, though, we've got to remember the other guy we were talking about for two years ago in touchdown dependency was Marvin Jones mm-hmm. and Vernon Davis because he scored something like 12, and then he had that big four-touchdown game. Right. Uh, so he was definitely a guy who was overly touchdown-dependent, and we didn't like all as much... Uh, you know, nobody knew about his injury until we thought we'd get him back by week six and right. getting off the pup list. And then suddenly he's like, "I'm going to be he, back in two weeks. He be back not, in two weeks." Didn't he come and then back and I try are.
1: to? Didn't he come back and try to play? And then he... And nope, the, he like, did not step on the, field, step on the, the field,
0: field. Frank Gore, I can't believe he one. He had uh, 1100 yards last year. Well, he had a
2: 189-yard rushing game right before the end of the season. That helped his cause.
0: Um, but when he, with him moving over to. Obviously, we're
2: talking about touchdown
0: dependency. Uh, I'd like to wrap that into this. But with him moving over to the Colts, oh, how do you see that faring? Is he a guy that's going to have 1,000 yards rushing and get all those completions that Houdini was talking about earlier? Is this guy Is he going to be the goal linebacker? And getting out? Is he'll this get, guy he'll about get the to just be a beast
2: mode and while he's uh, while His he's hands have deteriorated. Where did this guy go? He used to be a bona fide pass catcher for a little bit there and you know, completely fallen off the rails as a pass catcher. You know, losing, you know, snaps to Carlos Hyde on third down. He's not all that impressive as a pass catcher himself. Uh, you gotta, you know, second guess some things going on there. But, yeah, I think he's a pretty good lock for 1,000 yards. Uh, they're going to keep him on the field a lot third down, but I think the blocks, that maybe sends Dwayne Allen on, on a few more outs. Uh, he's probably going to have somewhere. I think he's going to... I think that's a good call. What you just
0: said is huge. I think a lot of those plays... Uh, that, that usually maybe you would put a, uh, the back out in the flat, even if it's after a chop block or a hit, um, aren't going to really go to them because they've got that double set tight ends that are both, why not just have Gore? Don't I trust Gore protecting uh, and, and covering the guy, the free guy uh, to protect luck. I, I think you're right. I think on those third down plays a lot, Gore's just going to be uh, a, basically a tight end starting in the backfield.
4: Yeah, Blocking.
2: I mean, definitely you got, you got something to consider. What it's Boom Heron might be your other third down back who's really going to be your pass-catching back. And, you know, I just think there was a point where Andrew Luck's receivers weren't healthy, and, you know, he's like, who do I throw it to? And Creef still wasn't really ready, and Reggie Wayne was past his prime, and there was just a point there where it was like, right in the playoffs, Camp, Captain Duboff came out, and 10, 12, 14 catches for... Yeah, Boom Heron. Boom Heron playoffs. was
1: 20 catches in two games or
2: whatever. Yeah. Crazy. Ridiculous. So Boom Boom. Playing, I wanted a little bit of money with some Boom Heron in the playoffs. You did? A little daily fantasy money. That was nice. Good
0: man. Good man. Boom. 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 Let's go back to my room.
4: Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking, right. of,
5: speaking of boom booms. Before a big competition, I like to work with leather. The Native Americans always said that working with hides and pelts releases the soul. These are a couple diaper bags I made for Faith Hill. <laughs>
2: <laughs> for Faith Hill, wow.
0: wow. I'd make anything for Faith Hill. Jeez, gorgeous. <laughs> uh, all right, well, let's, let's look at some of these other guys. Sammy Watkins, big, big um, uh, guy that's getting points off the yardage, not the touchdown. Now there's more miles to feed there. Uh, what do you guys think on, 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 on what, what's going to happen there? Is this a guy that's going to... Tell me about his season. But is I you think guys he's probably start thousand-yard
2: season, but not very much else. You know, he might catch 75 to 80 passes for a thousand yards. You know, five touchdowns, five to eight touchdowns.
0: He was short of a thousand-yard season this but, year, though. He only had 9.82. I, yeah.
2: this, is, this
1: is not the run-and-gun you know, K Gun Bills. This is the Buffalo Jets. So, ground and pound, and
0: good luck. You're not gonna
1: get a lot. Of t- you're not gonna get a lot of touchdowns.
0: And you know what's gonna happen. From what I'm reading, and this is just when there's smoke, there's fire. With Rex Ryan, they're all into the, B- the BU. Got Baylor did the quarterback from there. They're drafting him. Bryce Petty. He's gonna be starting. They're gonna he this, last year's David Carr is this year's Bills quarterback. They've got the running back. He's going to hand the ball off a lot to these guys. Bryce Petty will be the quarterback of the Buffalo Bills. They'll overdraft him. They'll do it. They'll do friggin' what the, the, the Browns did with, with fo- Johnny Football. And who knows? Looks like Petty's the real deal. But if he's not, Rex Ryan will draft another quarterback in the first round next year. He's just not the answer. One thing
1: that you can tell: How long was Rex Ryan in New York for? It was a long
2: time.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did he
1: ever have a good quarterback? Did he ever have really good wide receivers?
2: Definitely great. know
0: the quarterback.
1: Great wide receivers. Braylon Mark Sanchez.
2: Edwards. didn't have Edwards? a top ten.
0: <laughs> Braylon Edwards. Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about uh, hey,
2: great uh, Mark Sanchez didn't have a top ten players. finish.
1: Listen, they went. Well, to, they, went the to back, they went They went back to back AFC Championship games. So who were the wide receivers though?
2: Braylon Edwards. He's still a thousand yards season. Jericho San Santonio Holmes. He had a thousand yards there. Who? Who was? Yeah. Okay,
1: but did he, from where he was as a stealer yeah, to where yeah,
0: he no, was, uh, that never happened again. Okay, so who's well, the little white guy that played for them from? Wait, uh, Corbett? Yeah, yeah. Corbett. Where's Corbett when you need him on a jet? Fifteen, was he, was, 15 years Fifteen ago? years earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chad Pennington. I'm happy I'm here today. I'm happy to be alive. Fifteen years later. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Why? Because you were doing stuff with Chad Pennington.
0: Yes. <laughs> I've got a stronger arm than Pennington. I'll tell you that right now. A noodle
1: has a stronger <laughs> arm than Pennington, but I agree. Uh, let's talk he about. He still some. made it in the league. He for did. He was, just, <laughs> he, he was ten years because he was a perfect combo. He's a perfect because he's a perfect type. That's why the Penny makes sense. Okay, here's a perfect type of quarterback for what Rex Ryan would have liked anyway. He's a perfect type of guy. He doesn't need to throw the ball down the field. He just needs to manage the, the, the game, make smart passes, take advantage where you can take
0: advantage, be decent with your play action, and hand the ball off. Wouldn't you think with that move of Harvin? Again, not going to get crazy about Harvin. I don't think he's a great fantasy, but he's a talent. And he got Watkins, who they took very very fourth pick last year. And they they got now they got Shady. They got serious serious talent. So I think he's trying to learn
1: from
2: Charles Clay. Charles Clay, yeah, exactly. He's trying still to got the second mistakes. round pick that is Robert Woods.
1: <laughs> well, no, Charles Clay is gonna is gonna is gonna go there. This is yeah, the whole playing, I, I, I was telling going. you this before that they were going to make an yeah. offer. That there was no way that the the Dolphins were going to yeah. match because of the Sue money. And, and yeah. so
0: that was. And the fact the they movie. just spent $15 million on a guy that we think is a, a top 10 tight end, uh, Jordan Cameron. Jordan Cameron, right. So it's. All, it, it's the thing is, here's the, here's here's the
1: best part. Did Buffalo have to offer him that much money? No. 30 you know million tight end mean?
2: money. I mean, how many times
1: have got to I, take I know, it? but that's what I'm saying. It's like, are, are you being so. Overly trying to be so smart that you just outsmarted yourself out of like it's the own division,
2: I guess they can't. The other teams are just trying to catch the Patriots. Did, did they and have it a, never happens. It's did like, they like drop? Oh, I'm seven and nine this season. Oh, I'm the seven and nine this season. Oh, and I'm pawing at seven and nine just for the. But, list but of I, I want to the
1: finance guy for Buffalo. Kind of do it like like when I'm in an auction and I'm in my in my fantasy. You're a wild man. Go, and go and go that know that your top bid is is twenty six. So I go twenty seven. Yeah. All right, your 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 move. Or instead of just going twenty two,
0: they did the Rashad Lewis. They did the Rashad Lewis uh, Magic, Orlando Magic. It's nice to have an NBA. Uh, oh, I said Iverson earlier. You did. Um, you did. Yeah, they, that was one. Orlando Magic it was like the Seattle the Seattle, uh, Seattle Supersonics, before <laughs> they moved. Uh, they, they're like, we basically don't want to resign this guy. We've been overpaying him for four years. Uh, we'll see what happens. Magic. Card. 129 million, seven year. Let's do this. They're like, um, alright, we're basically about to drop the guy, you idiots, and now you just signed the worst contract in the history of the NBA. I digress. Um, okay, Gronk dressing. <laughs>
2: Gronk dressing, Gronk. He
0: is a guy that's got with with 12 TDs, and this is the kind of number I like with 12 TDs. This is great, which he can score. He's a touchdown machine. Well, no, c- I think at Gronk's health given, he in games, he scores more than 12. Give them the perfect comparison, who also had 12
1: touchdowns. Antonio Gates.
0: Yeah, okay. okay. So, Gronk dressing is 39% of his points came from TDs. So that's 72 points from touchdowns, standard scoring. Uh, that's 39%. Now, his receiving yards, he had uh, 11-24, and that was 61% of his uh fantasy points, and that is 112 points. Okay, so now that's that's a nice, nice balance, because I think he's going to have that kind of yards and he can have that kind of TD. Now you go down to the next guy, Antonio Gates, who was the second highest scoring tight end last year, which is hard to believe, but he scored more than Gate, uh, Graham. Uh, he was 53% of his points were from yardage, and that was, he only had a 821 yardage. 21 yards. Do we think he's going to have 821 yards this year? No. No, but maybe. But it's not going to be more. He's not going to have a thousand. Those days are done. He's not going to have a thousand. But he had 12 TDs, obviously a beast, 72 points from that as well, which was 46%. So, I think in something like that, Gates is going to drop. But that balance where you look at Gronk and you conceivably can see both sides going up. His touchdown percentage uh, dependency versus his yardage dependency. And Bronx the best, so yeah. it's easy to say and talk about the elite. But you look at other players, and like, you can look at those two verticals, those two columns alone, and say, is that going up or is that going down? Is that going up or is that going down? And that can totally, totally help you when you're crafting your tiers and guys that you really want to have at that position.
1: Here's the other thing that tells me about Antonio Gates. You know, as you said, is that number going to go up over 821? Probably not. And if it does, is it going over 900? No. So it's going up in a minuscule amount. It could drop. Cause here's the other problem. He's getting older. We've been we've been waiting for the fall and, and he's still been a fantastic receiver in the in the red zone for Phil
2: Rivers and because Especially the last two seasons all of a sudden. Touchdown machine. It's kinda of the
1: guy's looking for. Well, and it's also because why his, his yards have come down. He's he's getting older, so you kind of get a little bit bigger as you get older. So as he's gotten his box out, he's got oh, like tell me more, boys. <laughs> no, hey, I'll give you another basketball reference. He turned into uh, look at Charles Barkley from when he was a rookie to when Charles Barkley was the the big round, 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 round rebound. Oh man, the big round mountain rebound in in, uh, in Houston. Yeah. Oh, so that's what's looking. At. He's like almost he's like Oliver Miller now.
2: You know who seems to be doing that as well. In uh, a much like suddener pace, is Jermaine Gresham. Like, all of a sudden, this season he looked real big. <laughs> like <laughs> He
0: probably realized he's got to, The only way he's going to stick around in the league is to be a blocker.
1: Yeah, okay. well, that's that was well, it must have hurt his back. No, they made him do that too. No, that's exactly right because he was going to be playing for Hugh Jackson and they were going to run the ball a lot more. And so you need to be, a, and Eifert was not going to be the guy that was going to do that. So he did that to probably put on the weight. What
0: uh Give, give me a. Uh, well, we I'll give, another, me, yeah, me so. give me another. Yeah, let me give another
1: guy. How about a guy that this is where you look at three touchdowns for him. So only 19% of his points or 20% of, 20% of his points came from uh, the, uh, the touchdowns. touchdowns. Zach Ertz. So, you know, you look at him and you say, wow, you know, 702 yards. There's easily that we can see that that's going to go up.
0: Okay, because, again,
1: guy sure. trending upward. No so,
2: Macklin. Right, no Macklin,
1: right.
0: No Mac The only man. guy that the Chip's been talking about favorably over the last three weeks with all this stuff, he's talking about how much he loves Ertz. He's like, this guy's a weapon.
1: Right. Finally. Well, because uh, listen, because you're gonna have to what, what do you have left there right now? So now it's gonna be Jordan Matthews. Josh Huff now is inserted into the <laughs> slot position. And you're gonna have well, they're Ertz and you're gonna have Matthews Riley Castillo, right? Still
2: surprisingly. Who, who? They're sticking with Matthews in the slot. They like him playing inside for some reason, even with his size. So what, That
0: still helps for fantasy owners with the targets and touches. Yeah. Yep, for sure. I'd rather have him, to be honest, I'd rather have him there. And, uh, maybe not. I don't know. It's but, like, you know, it's Sam Bradford's show now, so. God, Bradford. What do you guys think about that?
2: Tom, some, what hold do you on, think about keeping segment think?
0: 4, yeah. four no, I I'm, talking, I'm
2: talking about it now. What do you think that the Cleveland Browns were willing to give up a first round pick for Sam Bradford? Well the question is, that no one knew whether that was before, is that since Who he's cares? on the Eagles? Who cares? They're willing to give up a first round pick for Sam Bradford. Well you wanna know what it is? It's like <laughs> you
1: didn't did, even play. did they did they know that they did they know that they were willing to give up that first round pick? Because it's one of these things that always happens in leagues, fantasy leagues all the time a like guy gets traded you go oh my god that's I would have given you three yeah, times yeah, what yeah. you got in that trade oh yeah why didn't you he's like well he asked me about but so why didn't you why didn't you let anyone else know that you were that you were willing to get rid of this guy
0: that's not the way things work the right. way you say is something that happened to me in business within the last uh oh, really? co- the last couple weeks I talked about it uh not too long ago uh, the the thing thing about it is when you're talking to somebody and there's a deal made and you're you're bummed out about that deal being made or something transpiring and you go hey why didn't why, why didn't I get that deal and I, an advertiser that I'm working with said that to me today, hey I saw you in this magazine was that your ad your hd I said yeah and, and basically she's like well why didn't you use me and I and I was like well it was a good answer I'm like they gave it to me for free That shut her up. But at the same time, when you're one of my clients was going back to companies that they were advertising with forever, it's like, how come we haven't gotten shit on a stick from you guys in a thousand years? We've been giving money, we've been giving money, been. How come you guys haven't given us anything else? Given us, you know, a little value add here or there, because you didn't ask. And it's just amazing. In life, in life, if you don't ask, you don't get. Ask. If if you you don't ask, ask, you you don't
1: get. Ass I have a race yeah,
0: That's it no, no Shut your mouth
4: oh, Please sir Please sir
0: We're going to change your name to Oh I thought you were doing music We're going to change your name to Rickshaw Stags Rickshaw
2: <laughs> Stags Rickshaw Stags Oh boy Can't wait how about another guy who always scored three touchdowns from the tight end position Now, How about a Heath Miller? You know, that's something where you can see his touchdowns rise and his possible yardage rise past seven sixty one. You know, there's no way they're gonna be able to get it to Antonio Brown as much as they did next season. And Probably no way they're gonna be able to get the dump off to Le'Veon Bell as much as they did. But they so, got
0: Martinez, and I also like uh, the the progression of uh, Wheaton!
1: Yeah, we. Well, but it's the other thing too. This is also for me a, a more of an aging Heath Miller. So I I, I like it this way. <coughs> Heath Miller. Um, who did we just mention before? The uh, Antonio Gates. Again, Antonio Gates is going to be drafted a lot higher than Heath Miller. Yeah. But where Heath Miller becomes a value proposition or Gates does slide, it's knowing that, hey, I just want to get a guy that has a good chance to you know score some touchdowns, give me some of those. Not going to give me the breakup points like we're talking, Dwayne Allen. Not going to give you the Kobe Fleener huge games, but going to give you solid production when he scores those touchdowns. So, yeah, if I have that veteran, I'm expecting that. I'm not, You know, the 721 yards, I'm not expecting him to jump up to 900 or, you know, thousand yards. That's Heath Miller that we expected four years ago.
2: Oh, Heath Miller. Remember when he was good? Yeah. Before he tore that ACL. Then he looked bad for that season. Then he looked good of good last season. Yeah. And so that means he's going to look great next season. Like, that's kind of how the progression goes, right? <laughs> Ask Antonio Gates. I mean, he had a little bit of that down year the year before. Yeah, but he also didn't have that's anybody else around
1: him like like uh, um that yeah, Miller does. Does. I mean it's, 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 That's, that's remember, the whole game. Antonio
0: I think the last I think Probably four out of the last Five fantasy seasons Not Antonio Gates I'm talking about I He's know. been an early starter Hot and heavy to start oh, yeah. And just Just a, Falls off the cliff Into the abyss Kind of had some good games Or average games in The second half last year But I love Gates. If you don't have to overpay for him, just say, just say, this guy is getting my first five or six games. If he's doing great, trade him. That's your move always. Yeah, always. Uh, but he's not gonna, he's not gonna be doing it for you through all sixteen. It's just not gonna happen. Um,
2: give me something else. What do you, what else you got in here, Stags? Let's, let's do. Uh, let's talk about the running backs for a little bit. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, <laughs> talk about guys who're real touchdown dependent. You know, Marshawn Lynch. Thirty-eight percent of his points came from touchdowns, whether rushing or receiving. Because remember, this guy had a ton of touchdowns last season. So with Jimmy Graham in town, with you know Russell possibly running in some more scores, throwing in some more scores, you know Marshawn Lynch might not get that much near the goal line. No,
1: the biggest the biggest problem for him is Jimmy Graham.
2: That's that's the whole thing. It, it's.
0: And like, we, we, like we talked robust. about,
1: like we talked about earlier. Hold,
0: hold on, he's got like he's got a one season pass of being at the one yard line and getting the ball. He could get <laughs> he could get thirty five touchdowns next year because they're going to be in the top five. And Carroll's be like, be give give fucking McSkittles the ball. I know I fucked up. We should have a chance. Just give him the ball. I don't think he's that smart. I think he's really smart, and I think
1: it's over smart. It's one of those things too. When you get a guy like Jimmy Graham, what do you want to do? You want to play with your new toy, and so okay. you start giving him in any way that you can. And and, and again, remember the he gets target. Cute. This
2: is Percy games in the beginning. This is the
1: thing about yeah. Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll doesn't want just want to beat you. He wants to make you look bad, right? It's it's Bill Belichick West Coast style. So when he, when he, when but he,
0: there, if there's one player on the team, but if he that can he pull tricks, if he can pull tricks, trick yeah, but, trick b- but if he can, it is But if
1: he can, but if he can, you know. Beat you with little trick plays and doing stuff like that. He'll do it. And he no, likes to do it.
0: Did you guys see Marshawn Lynch got in a fight uh, in the streets of San Francisco? They got video of it. Beast Mode was battling outside a, uh, a club. I forget the name of the club, but it was in SF. Uh, hmm. All right. Interesting fact. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know? They're people. It's like People Magazine. That's what we do. They're just like us. They go to In-N-Out Burger and then they take a poop. <laughs> Everyone takes a poop after In-N-Out, And the football player's like, they're just like us, Bernard Pierce. They get drunk, they drive home, and they get a DUI. They get drunk at the club, and then they get in a fight. Or what do you say at the, uh, what do you say in the back?
5: It's you, the wolf, that runs with the lone wolf, so that the lone wolf never has to be alone again. That's how much you mean to
4: me,
3: bro. You were drunk when you got it, weren't you? Yes, absolutely, yeah. So, the story about,
2: you know, Bernard Pierce getting a Dewey And then being in the back of a cop car And being like, you know what happened the last time a Ravens player got a DUI? He's like, I got cut the next day. I'm getting cut tomorrow. Not it's that like that you yeah. care. He's like not that you care. <laughs> what a great line. Be in <laughs> the back, great
0: line. You know what happened the last time? I mean, that is just genius. That's awesome. The picture—he's either really fucked up. He said he only had three shots of Jack, but his eyes were the really fuck. But he was probably crying because right. he was getting cut. Like, I lost my money. Yeah. Val well, day will never cut me. Why do
5: I skate? Why does the King Panther hunt the gazelle to live? To
2: how to about live. how touchdown dependent Jamal Charles has been for the last two seasons? He gets thank rushing. you Andy Reid though, you know. He gets some rushing. He gets some you know receiving, and he got you know the highest percentage of points besides the Vultures lower down the list. Jamal Charles in the top ten got the most points from his touchdowns, and. This thing's broken out by levels two what top 10 players scored, uh, you know in terms of yards and what you know lower 10 players played uh, in terms of how many touchdowns they scored, and that's pretty much why they scored in that range.
1: Right, we're going to change this to the uh, this is the Kansas City
0: uh, Kansas City and tight end guys, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I said it was catch fire. It is Kansas City barbecue for tight ends. I just talked about Jamal Charles. I didn't even mention Kelsey. No, no. But what I'm just saying is that uh, we're, we're heading in a direction. So I'm. Just no, gonna we've been up. talking about a lot of times.
1: And we're. Gonna, I'm going to get back to Kansas City in a second here. But first off, Bale Day.
5: Bales. I'll tell Who you. What you guys they, have that none of the other teams have? Matching junk. Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the one thing I'll say about Kansas City—it's the last time I'll talk about him personally. Now Davis, I love him. That guy for me, once once all the first uh, stringer running backs are gone, the first next player I'm taking, not because I necessarily think that um, Jamal is going to get hurt, but, but if, if he does, does, Niall Davis is a starting running back in this league beast. He's a guy that can throw up a 150-point game. There's no question about 150 it. That guy's no no 150-yard game. There's no drop-off. There's, not, there's, a, there's not a
1: big drop-off between Jamal Charles and the, as far as talent-wise. He he's can, sick. Because he can break the 90-yard runs. He can do all, all the things. And
0: he's bigger. Why wouldn't... And he's a guy that might even, if this happens, I got lucky, but someone's going to go and trade for him. Like, before this, during the, uh, the draft, say, hey, you like your Jamal, you know you can get some other talent on the free agent or pick a, a good With running this back. Third
2: round pick, I'm going to have to give you. Yeah,
0: here you go. Let's 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 take him. I'd rather ha- I'd rather have that guy on my team as my starting running back for a not that high of a draft pick because he's ready to go.
1: Yeah. So you know, but think about this too. Now that you bring in Jeremy Macklin and go back to him, he was also a player who was very touchdown dependent. I want to say it was like 33. percent I'm not looking at yeah. the numbers right now. So. You have him.
0: That's was gonna, looking at the numbers it's... earlier.
1: Yeah, but I'm on my audio sheet right now. I got to get back to my. I got to get back to my other one. So, um, and I'm back. So you you have the situation where you say with Jamal Charles, it's very likely that his number is going to go down because Jeremy Macklin is going to get some touchdowns, but Jeremy Macklin's number is going to dramatically drop because he's going to the to the to the death valley of touchdowns for, for wide receivers. You know, so maybe think he can
2: come in half.
1: Yeah, could get five or six.
0: Can we just stop talking about Kansas City?
1: Yeah. This is what I'm saying. This <laughs> is the on. end of it. So let's move on. All right, that's a masterpiece.
2: <laughs> how about we talk about the? How about we talk about the Green KCB Bay Packers? Pa- Damn it! <laughs> how about we talk about the Green Bay Packers, who the only thing they love more than Aaron Rodgers is cheese. <laughs> I'm surprised that he surpassed
0: Bratz. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, and maybe like what? uh, not Wiener Schnitzel. What's the stuff that I used to love as a kid but so disgusting? Oh, now. right
2: over the border.
0: Uh, well, that's that's uh, that's my spot, but uh, that's brat Bratsch well, is great. Mars yeah, well, is good. What are you talking that, uh, about? Uh, not Wiener Schnitzel. What's the stuff that's it's like pate? Uh, oh, uh, they love it. I used to love it. Sorry, I mean. I, I don't know. know. As a Jew, be first time I hate chocolate sandwich. Litter. I can't believe I'm spacing a sandwich and a <laughs> deli meat. Usually it's a it's a pro bowl. I'm wide guaranteed. Receiver. <laughs> am I guaranteed that this is not a kosher meat? No, it is not. Okay It's not it's a it's a basic lips and ass meat. Oh bologna. <laughs> it's, it's similar. It's similar. <laughs> I'll remember. Liverwurst. Oh liver liverwurst. No, I never they had liverwurst. Their
1: liverwurst. Okay, in, it was The good. Jewish version of that's chopped liver. Yeah, it's a brown, gray, disgusting... It's oh, like, oh, yeah. Oh, it's it sung, smells like ass. It's like it's, like oh, it's disgusting. Oh.
2: <laughs> ladies, ladies, <laughs> ladies, let's clean it up. Hold well, on, I'm you. getting hungry,
1: actually. Oh, yeah, let me so get some So, let's on for here. the
2: Green Bay... No, I'm just kidding. Randall Cobb, touchdown dependent. You know, last season, dude had 12 touchdowns. You're going to have to think, is Randall Cobb having 12 touchdowns again? I don't think so. Yeah. Usually, Jordan Nelson had thirteen. The fact, but, he, Jordan, but repeatable. He, but he could do that. He's also he's, shown that he could have nine touchdowns in a season. He's shown that he could have seventeen. Randall Cobb has shown
1: that too, though. I mean, you know, he got hurt before, but he was on pace. He he put. The, look,
2: the, why the, the, he here was, you know, the,
1: no, here's why. Because you want to know what James Jones had? Fifteen touchdowns with with uh, Green Bay. Did Devontae Adams
0: last year have seven or, or eight? Dude, yeah. It's Aaron Rodgers. You
1: have Dude. a lot of touchdowns going on the but agreement. And who are the right running backs back? that are stealing the touchdowns from you? And you don't have the dominant tight end there, so you can still actually. I'd Eddie say,
2: Lacy is the running back that's stealing the touchdown
1: from you. No, but not not not, not, when, they, not when they throw the ball. Lacy's they're not not, Lacy's not, Lacy's not, not a, a major threat. And they're they're it's a volume.
0: high volume scorer. they score passes. a lot of touchdowns in a season. So it would I think what did Rodgers have last year? Thirty eight touchdowns. Forty. He had uh, thirty eight. So it's it, and you, you can still get it. You can still have Lacey grab ten to fifteen, or the running backs ten to fifteen. They score enough TDs. It's not nice. no problem there.
2: Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is my. He's top, your one top, top top guy. You guys, you know, are debating between him and Andrew Locke. I'm just playing it safe with the first overall. I think as the quarterback, you know, play it safe. Go with the guy who's gonna do it. Go with the guy who has more weapons. Go with the guy who's there reinforcing his line for him. Go with the guy with the better running back. Go with the Go guy. with the better offense. And go with the non-Mike McCarthy play calling.
1: Now, uh, here's the other thing. Or go... Because this is almost the same thing here. Do you, you want the old or do you want the the new, right? Because Aaron Rodgers is the old at this point in time. And Aaron, and Andrew Luck is the, is the new. Here's the thing that they both have going for them. Do the Bears have a very good defense? No. Do the... Uh, the Lions now have lost suit, but they still have a pretty good defense. But does Minnesota have a really so. defense? Minnesota... Okay. I don't think so. And does Minnesota have a really good defense? This is where I'm going with this. But you. no, knows? No. Andrew Luck. Strength the schedule. Does does,
4: does Tennessee have a
1: good defense? Does Houston have a good defense? And does Jacksonville
0: have a good strength defense? Strength
4: the schedule. That's six nine, games. Nine
0: for the Colts. So Luck has got the ninth easiest strength of schedule. And for the Packers, 23rd. And here's what I don't like about Rodgers even more. Luck, I think, has got more with his legs. I think as as Rodgers gets older, he's running less and less. He's starting to get hit more and more. And then even more than that, it seems like this team, I think it might be a McCarthy versus uh, Chuck Strong thing, they know now that they do have a Lacey and they've got uh, the the other running back, 44, that's playing pretty good. They're willing to take take their foot off the pedal and say, you know what? We're gonna, we got this game. We're gonna take, and maybe it's because their defense is better as well. I don't know. But there's something about Rodgers where he's got those games through two quarters, <laughs> and then all of a sudden it plateaus off. Where luck, it seems like the games he's fucking throwing down the field 70 yards it, late in the fourth, even if they're up. That guy Rogers used to do that. He used to do it, but they a Super Bowl luck. Then he won a Super yeah. Bowl,
1: and, he, and, he, and now he's more political.
0: Yeah. Because and look,
1: he's also the guy, too, that, and, you know, would have like the, a, a ridiculous year, and then he gets passed in points it because he, in those last two games of the year, one, he didn't play in the last game of the year, and then, or he played the first series, and then uh, in the game before that, he played and he didn't play the entire fourth quarter. Well, that's a and good example. Still had, and he still had 310 yards
0: and three touchdowns. No, it's a good example. So I think, I like the explosion. I mean, I know, luck had him in two leagues this year. You're looking at those games, and they were. Big, big, stretched out over the whole season, uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to be more consistent. But seeing those 64-point games for like four of six weeks from Luck are drop a dote on your opponent kind of games.
1: <laughs> well, but, the, but the thing with Luck, though, is if you when you saw what he had done, here's the scary part. Because he started out the season like gangfire, on, on just ridiculous. The second half of the season, it went to shit. You know, when you look at what he was doing with yardage before that, okay, he had 300 more passing yards in 10 games last year, but he only had one 300 yard passing game in his last six regular season games. Are we talking about pros and cons right now, D.D.? That's well, what I
2: like to hear, buddy. Hey, yeah, man.
1: pulling it off. I'm pulling it all <laughs> off because it's all, it's all, but it's common knowledge here. Yeah, so pros and cons are another
2: thing that you get as part of the draft kit. Yeah, pros and cons for every player included in the draft kit.
1: So here's, but here's the thing when you're looking at a, when a trend, right? So what happened uh, for him in the first half of the second half? Well, he only averaged 19.9 fancy points per game over his last six games after averaging nearly 25 points per game prior to that. So 14 touchdowns were thrown over his last six games, but 26 in his first 10. It was just a dramatic drop-off. So now you have to to say, well, why? It was almost because, okay, the defenses and everyone around the league was starting to wise up to you. So now what are the changes that you're making in the offseason? Well, you've made some good changes in the offseason. You're bringing in Frank Gore, so you're bringing in Andre Johnson, you're bringing two guys on offense that are veterans, that have not won a, a title, who are still hungry for a title, both who are very smart and are going to do everything that's going to be toe-the-company-line type of guys, which is perfect for, for Andrew Luck. And you finally get other people that to pull more attention away from T.Y. Hilton and let him
2: expose more more uh, defenses. Go ahead. Dude, I, I read the craziest thing on ESPN today from Pro Football Focus about the five worst signings and all of the off season and one was like Jeremy Macklin which is like, oh this makes no sense It was the article, right? And then the other one was the Colts signing the two thousand and ten Pro Bowl roster and it's like, that made no sense. And I'm like, wait, it doesn't? You've got a quarterback on a rookie deal when you can spend on veterans and you have, you know, noticeable holes to fill with a quarterback who's you know Beyond his years. Well, now is the time, if anybody, to do that. But how about
1: this, too? You have had a team that has made the playoffs. Young team that has made the playoffs.
0: You have a young core. What do they need? They need veteran leadership. Good veteran leadership. Something that Gore is great at much more than Andre Johnson. Andre Johnson is, isn't is necessarily a great locker room guy. But at the, uh, at the same time, just think. Apples to apples, orange to oranges. Who do you like better, an Andre Johnson right now, or even if he didn't get all banged up over the last couple seasons, a Reggie Wing? Johnson's not, lighting it up still. Absolutely. So on the flip side of it, Trent Richardson. Even if you want to say I'm odd, Bradshaw. Bradshaw's great, but he's always getting banged up. Who'd you rather have, a Frank Gore, 1,100 yards, like we said, been a team leader, or those guys? It's an upgrade sure. across the board. Point that article I read, dumb. Right. Yeah, here's a report, just so you know. I... I, I Good kind stuff kind of, the, off the wall Good sometimes. stuff Because they're prolific They're throwing out A lot of stuff But that's In essence The gist They're just throwing out A lot of shit See what's going to Stick yeah. on the wall Just throwing out A lot of shit too. People will read it why is Page these, views Why are these Great signings
1: Here's why It's great signings If they went out And tried to sign A Jeremy Macklin Or tried to bring in One of these guys What does that mean Sorry, you're not re-signing. You're not signing T.Y. Hilton when his when his deal comes up. Exactly. You already know you got to give a mega deal to to Andrew Luck, and you're gonna. You know that you're gonna have to probably lose one of your tight ends already anyway when they both their deals come up. So you're in this situation. Sign the old fucks. You can fucking cut him, <laughs> and you can go draft rookies and give your guys deals.
0: I agree. I agree. I,
1: can, I mean, it makes can sense see, on
0: every
2: level. It's like any chance
1: to win the Super Bowl
0: this year. Everyone's Charlie.
1: I,
2: I read it. and I was just like, I didn't read it, God. but I'm, now
0: I'm pissed <laughs> hearing about it. <laughs> no, it's garbage. It's garbage. <laughs> it's page view clicks. It's, it's probably done in in next. It's next.
2: ESPN all over it. It's been on there, It's been up there for like four days from Pro Football Focus, and I was just like, well, that that's disappointing. And I, you know, I read two things on it and I turned it off. Uh, or turned uh, to a new page after two of the five you know, worst signings of the off-season. That made no sense. Uh,
1: uh, by the way, we're, it's Blaze of Glory that is uh, the, the soundtrack, and I think the person who wrote that
5: article was Chaz Michael Michaels himself. I guess I'd have to say three men who have been influential in my career have been, number one, Bill Clinton, number two, lead guitarist of Quiet Riot, whose name escapes me, And third is... Actually, it's only two. Those two guys.
2: (laughs) Dude, that sounds like something you would say. Me? Yeah. Not the real Bill Clinton thing, but the lead guitarist of this. I would know
0: his his
4: fucking name.
0: Quiet, right? (laughs) My feelings are hurt. It was me and a hurtful comment. Good job. <laughs> Nicely done. Nicely done. Well, well done. <laughs> you cocksucker. <laughs> Bill Clinton would definitely be one of them, though. No matter what. Any list. I don't care what list it is. Bill Clinton's a... You one. left-wing yeah. asshole. Yes. Oh, they all love me. But, uh, Tell T-Rex to keep his left-wing <laughs> agenda out of the podcast. All right. I will. Bill Clinton. Listen, I'm gonna loved check. that he was banging other bras in the in the uh, Oval Office. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, <laughs> a, I'm, I'm gonna try to keep this together for, you know, keep everyone in check, you know. I'll I'll keep your, your left wingism in, in check here because
5: you're my brother. And that's why I was a sex because no one ever loved
3: me. But I learned something here today. That ice doesn't belong here. Belongs out there. I'm on the ice! Is, uh, it's re- I never had a father, okay? But I don't care. Because now I've got a
4: brother. This is my brother. This is my brother's new girlfriend. Oh.
3: And she is not a whore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you are a whore, though. Oh, my God. The more I you can are more such are, a the whore, the better off you I am. You are such a whore. What do you got for us, Staggs? Staggs Stags had, a, had a party with a bunch of Utah broads at it. on for Oh, Matthews really? There. They they opened up the floodgates of Utah, and basically a whole... Tell a story. I'm <laughs> closing <laughs> up. No, I'm up. <laughs> I guess a bunch of Utah girls came in at the end. Basically, Staggs just saw, like... He was thinking of all that... Were you, nah, were you, you thinking, were thinking about... Polygamy? Were you thinking about we like, proposing to they, all they of them at walked, the same they time? They walked in, like eight of them. They walked in, and Staggs like,
4: <laughs>
2: Dips And dibs And dibs And dibs, and dibs, and dibs.
0: <laughs> 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 Alright That's good I'll do Stick with five The rest of the girls You guys can do I'll tell you what If, if the girls look that fine I
1: might move to Utah and, and suffer the The horrible rancid smell Of the Great Salt Lake That Yes But Pussy <laughs> That's, sometimes that's what the Great Salt lake smells like it's true <laughs> it's true all
0: right good stuff Not a clean um, one. I think we can uh, let's go into uh, let's go in uh, I think that was a lot of touchdown dependency um that will be in the draft kit uh, another great tab in that bad daddy uh, another resource that will be available in the resource toolkit of pyro pro but again this one's probably more of a, a preseason. Before your season type of thing where I think even the touchdown or the cue ball, QB distribution could be used in season a little bit as well. So we'll talk about some early draft buzz. Uh, it is in Chicago. We're excited about that. We're not going to announce it on this because I haven't talked to the people there. But I think I'm pretty sure we're going to be having a, an NFL draft party at Burger Bar. Um, which is on South uh, Michigan I'm Avenue. Gonna, I'm, not
1: I'm, say, <laughs> I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say. Because
3: <laughs> I haven't talked to the I'm, people yet. Yeah. Yeah, but but well, well, let, let me tell you all. These here's
0: things. where it is. And I'm trying to drive bus. This is how you do it. I didn't give an up the window to get that. No, tell me. But but I, I, this is what I do. I'm planting seeds. I just said Burger Bar South Michigan. Yeah. Right. So we're doing it in mission. I know the friggin' guys. They're gonna let <laughs> us have the party, all right? I uh, just didn't want to commit to it. We committed. We committed.
1: We, you, you, you forced my hand. You, that was the quickest. I'm not gonna commit. I commit. No, that,
0: that's why. That I, was, that's not why. That's why I'm not a sales guy. I'm in the room like, yeah, I got a great. I would love to sell thing you thing something,
1: but do you, yeah. do you outbid yourself when you're buying something? <laughs> no. you know, that was a cost. I'll, I'll give you five hundred. I right, was six hundred.
0: No, it's, all right, no, no, seven hundred. It's worse than selling it.
4: You're like, I'll do it for
0: sixteen hundred. All right, six <laughs> hundred. <laughs> but we're doing a party there during the uh, during the Super Bowl, which is actually right around the corner. NFL draft at Roosevelt uh, University. <laughs> I, I'm getting this right. I'm getting it right. <laughs> <It's Rose> Auditorium. <laughs> Yeah, why are you laughing, giggles?
2: He said Super
4: Bowl,
0: And uh, not NFL, uh, NFL draft. I get <laughs> it fired up.
5: You skate your tits ones? off, yo! Know, I looked at Jimmy and said, "This is the moment." We gotta skate our tits off.
0: Skate our tits off. Let's let's get back on track and skate our tits off. But we're gonna we're gonna be doing something for that, which is awesome. But what are you thinking? What are you hearing about early draft buzz? Something I know I told you the other day that I heard, and now you're seeing more and more of it. Uh, tell me about the Bears and some of the stuff you're thinking they're seeing. Well,
1: I, well who knows? Because Who this, knows? They, this, they is, know. this is this a stupid, uh, um, uh, what do you call it, bleacher report. This is another one of those weird ones where everything looks and says. But, but again, you think about it, it could make sense because the Bears are not looking to win this year coming up. This is the last year of Jake Cutler. They're going to eat the year, then they're going to get rid of him after this year. They're going to try to find a replacement one way or the other. Who knows? Maybe it'll be your, your Jimmy Clawson. Uh, halfway through the season, for for all we know, uh, so you you lost Brandon Marshall. You have Matt Forte, who's going to be a free agent. who You're not going to sit here at twenty. Was going to be 29 years old? You're not going to sit there and pay him a big money contract. You're going to let he's probably going to be departed. So there are as long as well as every other hole you have in every position on the team, you have holes on offense too. Even though it seemed like it was it's pretty solid, so they have the number seven pick. With the number seven pick, you get. An impact player. So, now the draft buzz, and so you're looking at how things are going. Jameis Winston's going to go first. Then you have no skill position players looking to go in the next two picks. Then you have, at the fourth pick, it's the Raiders. And the Raiders, they're going wide receiver one way or the other, and they've been enamored, I think, right now with Kevin White. Yeah, they're going Kevin White. (laughs) It looks like that's where they're going.
0: So then you... Go ahead. Wouldn't you? No, I wouldn't. You?
2: I'd go for the, sa- I'd, go for the, the rapers, safe. For exact, I go for the safer. I go
0: safe. But who, so here's the question I got for you: Going back four years, who would you draft? Going safe is AJ Green. Going risky is Julio Jones. Who do you think is a better pro today?
2: Here's and and I'm AJ, not saying: it. AJ Green's been the better pro,
0: more consistent. Well, uh, if, barring injury, I don't agree with that though.
1: He's been more consistent and scored more. AJ Green, no, but she, the just is, top ten receiver for the first. But who's the guy that has? Who's the, the guy score. that has a better opportunity to, uh, you know, to, to I, do mean, I, think, one. I
0: think career stats. Do career stats Julio versus Julio's career stats are higher in touchdowns, yards, and catches? No way. No way. I, I don't think Can we check that.
1: With the injury, I don't think so. I I, I think it's still because AJ. Maybe
0: maybe AJ's got more catches, but he's
1: he's the silent assassin. But here's the thing, you know that that's it's it's an interesting comparison because I think that's who they really are comparing Amari Cooper to. They're comparing him most comparably to AJ Green,
0: and I um, think the other guys like a Julio
1: right. So here's the thing: I know who's going to have a better career. Whoever doesn't get drafted by the Raiders. (laughs) It's true. Seriously. You know, I don't know. I, I, I actually think the Raiders are turning it around. Here's why. Derek Here's Clark, why. No, no. Latavius Murray. I, there is potential. Tre Mason. Roy Halloum. There is, Hulu. There is about, potential to turn around, but it's not going to happen right away. And the problem is this: for a wide receiver, how many taking away Randy Moss? How many wide receivers have just been? ridiculously dominant in their first year. Now there's been okay, a few, a there's been a few of, of recent vintage, so we now know that it can happen. Okay, it used to be never going to happen.
0: But I think now both of these guys are doing great, but now
1: these other players that have had that have had great years. Has there been anybody else on that team to help draw attention away? So even Mike Evans, Vincent Jackson, as shitty as he is, at least the season before had a good year and drew attention away, and Mike Evans didn't really start doing anything until later in the year. Odell Beckham. He was, okay, he was like a Randy Moss. I'll,
0: I'll give you that. Because cause Victor Cruz was gone. And it was, this guy's legit, dude. I'm telling you, this guy's legit. I know he is. But the Raiders but, are a different story. I'm not, I'm not saying he's wrong. No, but here's,
1: but, here's the, the reason.
0: When he first momentum.
1: comes into the games, though, he's already going to be facing the number one cornerback every single week. If he goes to a team like Chicago, if he slides to seven, and the Bears are able to grab a wide receiver because they need one, he then has Elshon Jeffrey across the way. He's got Martellus Bennett. He's got other guys that he won't be the guy that they're going to say, we need a double cover with our best cornerback. He's going to get a second corner or,
0: you know, in a nickel package, you could get a
1: third corner. There's matchups that you can make. Yeah.
0: No, I hear you. I, would you guys want? I want him. All right. I think Kevin Smith's going to the Raiders. Kevin Smith? Sorry. <laughs> uh, Kevin, Kevin White. Kevin, Kevin White. We're back Kevin to White. Jay and Simon Yeah, Kevin White. I think he. I think he's going to the Raiders. I hope Jimmy Smiths. I hope uh, it, it is. I'm two for two on the last two podcasts. Uh, I'm hoping that Amari comes to the Bears. It would be great. I'd love it. We're fantasy players. We, uh, my favorite position is a wide receiver. I like this kid's talent. He seems down earthy
2: What about this? <laughs> Please, no, no. Yeah, defense. You want, you want defense? Defense. I want. Actually, want. I actually want to trade back. I would well, listen. I would trade
1: down too. But here's the here's other reason why you draft Amari Cooper, and here's why. Because after you take him, there is still potential for other teams to call you up and say, hey, what's it going to take for us to get Amari Cooper? What do we got to give you in, in, in return, in, in, in trade? And then a trade can happen afterward. So you don't just take that defensive player. You take the guy that is still on everyone else's board as, God, we'd like to have this offensive talent on our team, and he's a trade bait. So no matter what, whether, whether he's a guy that would end up being on the Bears or a guy that's used to get more
0: picks, you need to take that type of a talent. If he's there. thanks. Doesn't agree. But let's talk about some other guys. Draft books. I want
2: to talk A.J. Green versus Julio Jones stats. What is it? All right, let's do it. Okay, Julio Jones has only played in 48 career games, started, 49 total played. Uh, A.J. Green's played in 60. But... Over the course of the history, A.J. Green has like 50 catches more for 50 more yards and touchdowns, uh, Julio, uh, A.J.'s got nine more. He's got nine more than Julio on touchdowns? Yeah, he had two straight years with double-digit touchdowns. Yeah, Julio
1: was not... was not But well, let's be honest. You, hold
0: on. You kind of skim by the yardage thing. In 12 by the less games, he's got
1: more yardage is what you're saying, Julio.
2: Per game...
1: Yeah, what's per game
2: per game it's disgusting 5.7 for 88 and a touchdown once every two games and that's for who that was Julio and you know AJ green's pretty much very similar 5.5 5 for 81.2 with uh, 35 career touchdowns in 60 games so that's like one for every and game. how many in Julio 48 and how many touchdowns Forty-eight was twenty-six touchdowns, and over. He 60, didn't have a lot
0: of touchdowns last year. I, that,
2: no, yeah. he only had six. Yeah, but that's one of the reasons you can put Julio high and expect more touchdowns. Well,
1: it's also because yeah, Roddy White's because a year yards old and,
2: right. yards are more consistent from year to year, so you can bank on yards. Hey, are you including? Is that
0: include playoff games? No, that's regular season. Yeah, all right. Because well, AJ, yeah, A-J- I'm like trying to make sure you're not squeezing out an extra four games. AJ doesn't me. catch
1: any touchdowns in the postseason. And they, all, and they, only they don't score one, in the postseason. They, got, they, they only They, only play they lose in the postseason.
2: Well, AJ Green never missed a game until this season. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got to remember this guy played every game. And I love AJ. I love AJ. And I love, and I
0: love Amari Cooper. I just would. Think you go for the home? You go for the home run I instead think, of the, the safer. But if, pick. You're asking, if you're at, the Raiders, not if you're the Raiders. No, the Raiders right now
1: need the safer pick, and the Bears. It makes more sense too that they would want to have the, the Kevin White anyway because is there a much difference in speed four four two versus four three five? A little bit. So yes. that's Kevin White, and the Bears need that guy that can blow the top off of it. So that's the guy that they would like to get. If, if you're gonna, if, I would like to get for the Bears if I if I want a wide receiver. Trade You'd rather back. have Amari? Trade. No, I'd rather I'd rather have uh, Kevin White. No question about it. I'd Trade back. I love
2: both. Depends on fit. If I'm it's the fit, Bears, fit. I'm Kevin White. Right. Because if fit I'm the Raiders, it's, it's Amari Cooper. Cooper. Right. What's right.
1: the right fit for the Raiders? It's Amari Cooper because Kevin White needs to have. He's still more raw. He needs to you know develop more. Cooper is polished. And if you're gonna, if, if he's gonna be the guy that has to get stuck. Having to face the number one cornerbacks on every team every week, well, God bless him, he's going to have a better chance of doing it than Kevin Whitewell.
0: Yeah. Now, I'm proud of you, Stags. that you haven't uh, jumped on the, the Winston bandwagon. We know what's happening there, so we don't need to talk about it. But do you think – I'll ask you one question. Do you think Mariota's going to Cleveland,
2: the Bears, where's he going? At this point, I'm getting a little concerned about where Marcus is going. It could be six to the Jets, but you know it seems like they're actually going to stick with Fitzpatrick, and you know he's not really consideration for that. That could just be posturing to drive up the price of the pick, and then it could also be, you know, Washington talking about it at five. That could be a lot more posturing trying to drive up the price of the pick. You know, he probably, I don't think he's going to Tennessee. at two, you know, three doesn't make sense. So you start thinking, Chicago. If we're going all in for the future, which I don't believe they are, I think they want to do one of those quick rebuilds. I think you draft Mariota and you're done with it. But I think they're going to try to do one of these quick rebuilds, see if they can parlay uh, Jay into something a year later. And then, yeah, it could fall after that to 12 or so.
1: I just don't see. See, everything that. And I think you're agreeing with me. Everything that I've seen from Mariota. I just don't see it. Okay. I, I don't see it. And if you're gonna draft a guy, seventh pick overall, it better be sure fire as hell that he's gonna be awesome.
0: But more so at have you quarterback, seen the Bears at quarterback history? mostly. Because quarterback are picks that are like, uh, you take a quarterback in the first round, it's a very, very uh, here's another
1: reason why I'll tell you pick. why he won't do it. Because look at look at what here's 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 the reason. If you it doesn't help your team, the rest of your team. It sets everything else back when you do it like that. So if you have John Fox who is a defensive minded coach. Look at before he had Peyton Manning. And he lucked into Peyton Manning. So if you look at his quarterbacks that he had in Carolina, it was Jake Delone. He'll do it with nothing because it's going to be more of a run type offense. It's going to be we're going to win with defense. We're going to we're going to control the ball. It's Chicago style football. If if
0: they were to grab a uh... Then why you grab car- the place, car- place would go. The town would go nuts. That we kept Cutler, and we took him. So I almost think there's no way they're going to go. My pace ain't doing. They that. can't. They can't do it. one so that but keep, I can do?
5: Then he keeps falling. Drink was, a bell Faraday. Would I change about figure skating? Two words. Clothing optional.
0: <laughs> well done. Well done. Well done, my friend. What else? We, let's talk about a, a non-Bears team, and a, um, let's talk about some I was talking backs. about Marcus
2: Mariota, and then you guys took it off on the Bears tangent. Uh, you, no, you said the Bears. you said, the Bears I, said the because, Bears. N- I said he could go there, yeah, but after it. that sounds probably, like you said it. And then you guys went on the ten-minute tangent about it.
0: I got two words for this conversation.
3: <laughs> you <laughs> it, you it better said. It. I,
4: <laughs>
3: no it better, between. Them. It better
2: not be clothing optional, because that would no. be a real weird point for that conversation. Nah, no, we're
0: gonna say we're gonna say that for the uh, pyro party at Burger Bar. <laughs> you heard it here, stag party in a banana hammock.
2: You didn't hear that. Well, here's
1: good. the other thing. One where Marcus Mariota could go, number two, to Tennessee. Do not. they? And it, be it'd be the next Ryan Leaf, Rick Meyer. Congratulations.
2: Congrats. Snack on number two. He's not going to... No. I no. not know somebody trades up. All right, let's and talk about... The best, the best about number two backs.
1: that you could ever have, though, Philip Rivers. The number two? Eli Manning went number one. Then, Oh, no, Rivers wasn't even River. number two. It was number four or something he like that. He went four. Yeah.
0: No, forget he it. He went four. It was a good try, though. Good try. Um, I was working at it. Here's what I'll, here's what I'll say. Let's talk about some uh, some uh, draft buzz with running backs. Running backs. Oh. You've got to go deeper. You now you I'm Tevin reading Coleman. some of these things a about Tevin Coleman, who's not getting much
1: love. All right, I'm looking at one. I'm looking at a Todd Gurley to Houston on a, on a mock draft to
0: Houston, and I've seen Todd, I've seen Gurley going to San Diego. And before that, what is that? Eleven, twelve. San Diego has got the yeah seventeen. Seventeen. I've heard. I've seen that, and then obviously some of the buzz going around right now is that uh, now Dallas is going to go and grab Melvin Gordon. Well, why wouldn't uh, you? With their last pick. Why wouldn't you? I agree. You know, you know, it's, it's, it's
1: interesting, Hit too. Hit the
0: ball. Get it going.
2: Run DMC, that's why. No. No. I'm kidding, everyone. Yeah. Don't D- worry.
0: Run DNP. <laughs> so two and a half games of run DMC, and then MG take over. Is again. there
1: a possibility that if they draft Melvin Gordon, and then maybe it works itself out, that it becomes a trade for Melvin Gordon for Adrian Peterson type of a thing? And... You know it the When we, the we talk
2: about Adrian Peterson, there are people talking today that Adrian Peterson looks like he's just spent the last six months locked in a gym and or a jail cell, according to Twitter. Dude, like do, that's do, how jacked this dude looks you know right now. He said they think he could rip a keg in. Oh hats. I believe it. You know like pissed off <laughs>
1: Do you know how pissed off he had to be? Having to miss the entire effing season last year
2: is basically he's slowly stuff. crawling up to number one out of the tiers again. And I know
4: it's risky. I just want to have, him, I want he's him my number one. He's I my want him out of Minnesota overall, one. I, if, if, he Dallas, if
1: he goes to Dallas, if he goes to Dallas, I'm gonna be the first one to say it. Twenty five hundred
0: yards. And that uh, dog already said that like six oh, podcasts okay, right. ago. You'll be the second to say it. <laughs> What I what the, the the Aaron Peterson thing I'm gonna say and it goes Even deep. if I was the first, I'd be reminded that I wasn't the first. Of course. You, yeah, you have that. No, that's my guy. That's my guy. Wait, what? It's not your guy. You can't have all the <laughs> guys because you do the rankings. Uh that's our that's our conversation behind the scenes with dog all the time. It's so, yeah, that's my guy after a big game. I'm like, no, really not. Totally my guy. <laughs> I mentioned <laughs> Jeremy Hill, that's my guy. No, it's my guy! <laughs> He's like giving you one. He's like, yeah, it is your guy. The only time
2: one he never forgets is by mistakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good. He's got an iron trap in yeah. my mind for certain things. Yeah. Doug Martin over. Uh, <laughs> it's like, they're, they're going to suck in week 17. Doug Martin sucks. Charles Sims sucks. They all suck first 100 yard game of the season. <laughs> it's like, fuck you, Doug Martin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs)
0: that's good stuff.
2: (laughs) So what about Arizona? You know, are they going to grab a running back? Because they sure need one as well. I think they wait to grab a running back, though. They get one on the second or third day. Uh, You know, you're just looking for a pair.
1: But what if, okay, so here's the whole thing that's interesting, though. Because it's it's, it's all about, when you're figuring out these running backs, or figuring out any position, you have to figure out, well, who are the teams that need them, right? And where do they slot? Well, we've seen over the past couple years... They don't go in the first round. They are normally going in the second round, and when they go, it's it's they're going off four in a row or four out of the next five picks. So you got two interesting guys here, two guys that are head and shoulders above the rest, in Gordon and Gurley. Now Gurley's got the you know the ACL injury that he's coming off of from November, so he didn't even let anyone look at his knee when he was at the combine. He's not going to be fully healthy until like, really until like in sometime into May after the draft. So whoever's drafting him is is, is doing it on a, on a on a prospect. That's why any of these predictions of first round girly, I'm I don't know that I'm buying. I think that he might have a better pro potential because of his size
0: speed combo. You know you know. But you just don't like what he's going to be able to do his rookie year. So you think people? Will no,
1: I just think lamb. that I think I think that no one because they haven't been able to see him do anything after surgery is going to spend a first round draft pick. On him Based on the way that the rookie contracts and everything are are, are, are set up,
0: you so not working out or doing a pro day. He's just he's just on the mend.
2: I think pro day might be uh, coming up here pretty soon.
0: But he's not going to be able to do everything. He's not going to be at full strength. What do you think? You think he's you think he's a first rounder or no?
2: No, just value of picks nowadays. I don't. But you do get that you know extra year that fifth year you know sort of option. Uh, to buy in at, if you take them in the first round, which is a valuable thing to have, because that's a prime year. But the I, salaries
0: I, are so low for these, for even a high pick in the first round, that a couple of those teams, Chargers maybe the cowboys i'm not saying it's going to happen but they're going to be lured into it to think wow that's but what we need is this guy going to be eric dickerson you, no you but you know what they don't be this, this is why they this I is why it.
1: this is why they're falling because they're not the CBS guys that are in the top of the of the draft are not going to waste their top picks on running backs but and i'm was,
0: saying middle middle to back i mean seventeen. Well, no, 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 28th still, even still you're not even going to really go
1: for it there because what's the lifespan of a running back it's 24 is the new 30 for them, you know, You know, as far as, like, once you get to 25, it's the second half, it's it, it's, it's people are, are looking at your career, you're not getting any big money or whatever anymore, so why are you going to waste, for a guy that you can draft in the first round, whether it be an offensive guard or, or whatever, I, who could be on your team for 12 years, versus a guy who's going to be on your team for four to five years, if you don't have... You better have a Super Bowl window in there if you're drafting one of these guys in the first round.
0: And don't you think the Cowboys are all in? They are. Armed. No, They're I armed. do. They're all in. That's and why the, I, all, the only reason why they are. That, that's why I think they do that, Melvin. The one thing I think about with the Chargers is Chargers took what Ladainian third overall. That was a while ago, but this is a team that needs that. They need an. Infuse. That was still. They that was a lot still. Of stuff. That was the age of, That was the age of running backs. But though. it's a cyclical league. It's a single league where I'm not saying they that right. they're gonna think when you when you take a running back high that they think you got 12 years. But when Ladainian was taking when taken was high taking high taking the that high. There and say, you know what? We're about to run you in the ground. You're gonna have a five year career. But that You're was effed.
1: that but, was Ricky Williams' number one draft pick. That was the Bears making the mistake with it's Curtis a single Williams, league. and Cedric Benson. I understand. When the there. We're not we're not that high yet. We, went, we got Trent, Trent Richardson, Trent Richardson went third overall, and look what the, the this is this is part of
0: this. Is the effect that fat fuck doesn't look anything like these? The Richard guys. this is the in
1: Richardson effect.
4: Did. No, he's the not a stacked team yeah. that won championships. But the
1: reason why running backs aren't getting yeah. dreadful high anymore is the Richardson the effect. The Richardson effect has taken all these guys and knocked them into second round picks now. And and, and teams are safe. Everybody
2: would, should sue Trent Richardson. They the loss should. Of contract. <laughs> like, yeah. You fucked me up. Yeah. Like they might win.
0: <laughs> yeah. One of the best <laughs> tweets I saw on Richardson was fact that they like, yeah, it's I don't even I'm gonna botch all the numbers, but it's it's a thousand it's 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 a thousand miles over to You did it's it like again. I did it again. You did it it's again. I did it again! It's did like, it again. I don't think it's it, instill a conversation, get something uh, it's like three, three
2: three million miles yeah. yes, away. Three,
0: three million no three million uh, yards away. It'll take him one it'll take him one point three million carries. To rush the ball from Indy to Oakland. It no, was a great it's tweet. The, it's the, or it's, the it's on Twitter. Pyromaniac.com forward slash P-Y-R-O-M-A-N. The number one A-C. Let's do it. Pyromaniac.com like, it's like, it's
2: like slash P-Y-R-O-M-A-N. One A-C. You said pyromaniac.com. And then you <laughs> spelled it out. <laughs> Twitter. Just stop doc- fucking giggling. Twitter. <laughs> Twitter.com slash Got it, got it,
1: got it. Or it's the old joke. You know, I was playing Trent Richardson one-on-one in football. Uh, we were the game was tied, I got pissed off at him and I left. Five plays later he won the game. For you? No, I left and it took him five plays to win the game without me playing against him.
5: Got it. Nah, got there you it. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, still thinking about <laughs> Let me get us back on
1: track it. with a Val
5: for about a month, my urine smelled like marshmallows.
0: <laughs> my what smelled like? Urine. My urine. I was <laughs> eating <laughs> a lot of Rice Krispie treats. But, Draft Buzz, what do you guys think? I sort of think uh, Devontae, um, shit, I'm spacing this lightly. the guy. Parker. Parker from Louisville. Obviously, he's a first round pick. Had a nice pro day earlier this week. I could I think he's going to uh the Vikings. I think I think Teddy's going to be like, "You know what? I need this guy. He's a stud. He's got that AJ Green 2.0 Randy Moss type of game." Um what do you guys think about him in general, but what do you think where do you think he's going? What are you hearing?
2: I I I heard that Minnesota stuff earlier in the offseason. I haven't heard it too much lately. Since the Wallace thing? Uh yeah, since the Wallace trade and since they sort of you know, hey, AP's going to come back for us, boys. We're going to go back to ground and pound. And, you know, having this kind of talk about them getting back to running the ball a little bit, too. So, you definitely got to see what's going to happen in that situation. I like Parker there. You know, they've got a history together. Uh, scored a lot of touchdowns together. So, that's something to look at and think, you know, hey, if he goes there, you know, they got a trust factor. You know, because we know Wallace isn't catching 11 of them again.
1: Right. You know what? Though, but if he slips past Minnesota, here, here's your potential landing spots. Cleveland is a potential landing spot. For sure, uh, as
2: number one, no doubt. I think that's bit. where
0: I think that's where uh, um, McShay's got him going. Does he? Okay. <laughs> I don't like it there for him though.
1: I mean, that's not where I want him. I mean, uh, it's a disaster. Well, he scored only 12 passing touchdowns Here's as a, a team last year. Right. Here's another one that's potential. You talk. You're talking about Mike Wallace? How about where Mike Wallace left? Miami needs somebody. He's somebody that might look really, good, really good on Miami, filling that heartline type position. As you're going to probably let Jarvis Landry take over the uh,
0: Mike Wallace type position there. So I hope not. I hope they just keep him as a slot guy. And and who? Uh, who Kane else? Stills. Stills. Right. Stills is going to yeah, exactly. Good call. He's going to play that uh, Wallace role. But he, even Stills, is like, hey, I like a Wallace. I'm not trying to fill his shoes. I'm going to be me. But I, I agree. Well, if he's him, he might be able to have bigger shoes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <And laughs> to piss better, everybody better, off.
0: Better frosted tips.
1: Now, here's, here's two other interesting possibilities on way opposite ends of the spectrum, okay? One that would be a great fit that you would probably go, I really like Devontae Parker now. Philadelphia. If you okay. lost Jeremy Macklin. You don't have any of the other guys now. We were just talking about it. He goes in there. That's that's you know, and that's what Chip Kelly's doing. He's what's Philly's He's pick? building his team from college, and he. And what's Philly's pick? They are. You know, sorry, I'll get, I'll get it, I'll get it to you. They are. Give me a sec. Twenty-two. I think twenty-two, right? Stack you
2: are body
1: twenty twenties. Oh. So 22 20. is Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah. Same team.
0: Yeah. Same state. Same same area. <laughs>
1: and the other team is Kansas City. So, yeah, I don't think so. But, you know, they got mad. Because, if that happens, I mean, well, listen.
0: Ink, ink. Right. Is
1: that a I mean, team I'm that's going to invest that much on, on, on offense right now after you've got Jeremy Macklin? I don't think so, but that's, that's the other team that has a need. So, that's one of the saying that if you get to Philadelphia and he slides past, he's likely going to be a second round draft pick. All right. And that's what happens to guys. And again, of all the positions this year in the rookies, of all the rookies, wide receiver is by far the deepest
0: position of all of them. And that's why one of the reasons why when we, we they were talking a month ago, right around the combine, they thought five guys were going in the first round. Now you're looking at people's mock boards or their 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 guesses on where the draft's going to go. It's, like it's it's down it's to three, three or right. three. You wonder why?
1: Because everyone says the same thing, and it makes sense. There's depth
0: there. I can wait. There's not as much depth here. I need help on defense. I'm grabbing this guy here. The reason why I think two guys, running backs, going in the first round. That is the reason why I think that's happening. Sorry to keep hitting No, it, it may be. I, I, listen, I
1: think it makes sense. If I'm Arizona, I'm drafting a running back in the first round. You need, and if Todd Gurley is there, that's the perfect guy that you need. You already have Andre Ellington. Andre Ellington has proven to be an amazing change of pace, third down, all everything else back. But he can't be a load carrier. Todd Gurley can. 231 pounds. The dude's big. The dude can, the dude can give you everything you need. Stephon Taylor sucks. You need to have somebody there that is commanding respect. Well, step I had a fan
2: reference today, huh? Step okay. i fan.
0: That's how I always do because I'll step all over it because I'm not a fan. I'm gonna, this will be my last sexual innu- innuendo. <laughs> oh no, it won't. no, but won't. it will for this podcast. I'm done after this one. But I had an ex-girlfriend that my nickname. I had two nicknames for her. The first one was load carrier. <laughs> the second name. This is that not while I was dating. Her, I didn't call her this, but this is after. After she broke my heart. The, so other, one, get better? the other yeah, it did. It made it more it made it more real real. The other name I had for her was Cum Dumpster.
1: <laughs> okay, let me let me
5: let me let me interject here, please. My favorite song? One by Metallica. Second favorite song? The One by Limp Biscuit. Favorite game? Uno. My favorite movie? Solo by the Incomparable. Mario Van Peoples. Alright, you're number one in my book,
0: (laughs) what the fuck is that? I love it. I love
1: it. I knew
5: all those. Mario
0: Van Hollows. You you know know who Mario Van Van Peoples is? is? No. New Jack City? Promising career. He had a promising career as a director and an actor, and then fell off the face of the earth. Hmm. I'll check it out. (laughs) Not really. It's not
2: great. (laughs) It
0: was hot for a little bit. I like that. Why don't my favorite one is? You too. Manoning. Manoning, so you're
1: you're you're number two. Um who I does agree. number two work for? Who does number two work for?
0: <laughs> Austin Powers. Yes, Man. Michael Myers, Austin. yes. I'm terrible. You made an Austin Powers reference the other day. Uh, I did. And, and, and I, I didn't did. know it <laughs> was. You didn't? I don't know Austin Powers. I gotta re, I gotta reread this shit. Reread it like it's a book.
5: All right. I'm, uh, yeah. Yeah. Would you like to start the day off by sharing? I was just trying to find some peace. A haven, a place where I could feel safe. And then what happened? Well, she was my yoga instructor. So I knew she was limber. Yeah. But <clears throat> you, Chas, you realize this would just set you back and further hurt your progress in maintaining control over your libido, correct? Yes. Thank you, Taylor. Okay. Definitely. Until her friend, massage therapist, walked in the door naked. Easy, Chas. A big bottle of canola oil and a monkey who was trained to work on a video camera. Mm-hmm. And she rocked my world. Okay. <sighs> Guys, look. Chas, you I have asked you to leave before and I don't want to do it again.
4: Taylor, come on, man. Now that
0: was. Where intense. do I get one of these trained monkeys with the video camera?
2: Oh my God! It'd be pretty excellent to have a trained monkey, in the video camera, and be like, "Hey, what well, up?
0: Uh, I'm about to do something sweet. Look at how big this crap is. Get this. We need this archived All right. Um, let's give me a couple free agency responses or something. We'll talk about a couple moves that happened since the last podcast. We got. Then we'll head towards talking a little bit about some of the future stuff that's happening this summer with Pyro, and we'll close this party out.
2: All right, I got a couple for you. How about Reggie Bush ending up in you know San Francisco? Perfect compliment to Carlos Hyde. Should he stay healthy? You know, after the Michael James experiment failed and he was supposed to be that next... I'm the league. Michael James, bitch! And that next line... Is he even still in the league anymore? I don't think and if, so. if, if he got released, though, he'd definitely be on the Eagles, so...
0: <laughs>
4: he got <laughs> one shot.
0: Is. He got one shot and he only lasts for... After he left, I forget who he, 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 got, he, he signed Miami with. Miami. La- yeah, it lasted like three or four weeks. It wasn't a long
2: deal. Yeah, I mean... He's going to be the next in the line of... You know, pass catchers. He needs to be a compliment to a Carlos Hyde. He needs to teach him how to be a pro, but also better compliment Hyde's skill set. That's going to be the one, two, and touchdown producer. So, we haven't talked to, at all about a Carlos Hyde, but this is definitely a good compliment to him in terms of his skill set sure. and things you're going to ask Reggie Bush to do. Reggie Bush isn't going to be that top fifteen running back like he was two seasons ago. Well, no, but now you got to keep your eye out, you know, as a potential
1: flex player at least. Well, I, I, I'm going to spin it to you because this is your team. But I, 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 let me spin it this way. You can't have it, Reggie
2: Bush. People will unfollow
1: us. Reggie Bush <laughs> has always performed better when he's been on a team that plays on natural grass. They play on natural grass in in San Francisco, but. The difference is that when he was on National Grass in Miami, he was actually the load back carrier. And he's not going to be the load back carrier here. So he's really now falling down into like, I don't know, I, in my tiers, he's probably going to be around tier 7, 8, somewhere around there. Just because there's not that high end value anymore. And, and, and injury is always still a problem with this guy.
2: Yeah, but if injuries happen to Carlos Hyde, he's another one of those guys it's gonna pop in. So, so let's look at
1: let's look at San Francisco as a whole for what they what they've uh, they've lost everything.
0: I was staying completely away. And from
1: they from lost Chris Borland, who just retired after one season. Yeah. So the guy who was supposed to take over for uh, the retired Price. Patrick Willis, uh, you lost. They also, uh, also retired Justin Smith. You you just have your pieces are falling off of this the whole this, team. This, is this whole thing totally
2: totally falling apart. Totally uh, and Twitter, one of the uh, you
1: signed Tory Smith, Tory Smith and Reggie Bush. Are you happy?
2: One of the things going on Twitter the other day was like one of the uh, executives for the San Francisco 49ers said, We're fucked. We're fucked. (laughs) Yeah. And I completely agree about that. Pieces are just falling off the board and we're fucked. But hey, you get to recreate the Super Bowl team from a couple years ago with Torrey Smith and Anne Quimbalden on the other side. So, without the the other opponent.
0: The opponent in in the Super Bowl. the winning team.
2: You know, try again.
4: Try again with
0: this group. We're, we're, it, it, it's trouble, you know. And what I do think happens, is we're, we're fantasy focusing. I think it helps Kaepernick because now Kaepernick, she's gonna be like, you know what? I'm just gonna do whatever. I'm, I'm just gonna, do. gonna fucking do, do Kaepernick, and that's gonna be a lot of running. That's gonna be a lot of stuff. Am I high on him as the number one quarterback on any team? Obviously not. But he's a guy that's gonna be available, and it's a 15th quarterback pick. And if you pick him, and all of a sudden it's just Start running the thing, and Kaepernick wing it. Do your thing. It could yeah. be a nice well, few opening games, and if nothing else, you can trade him to that, another team. Again, and, trade him yeah. if he has those big games. Kaepernick's absolutely. got Kaepernick's got some value as a QB two pick. I don't Not know. That, I don't you, know that, that you don't want him as your gonna, guy. You have to slot in your lineup. But if things go well early, but who's going to over?
1: Ever, no one's really going to overpay you anymore for Kaepernick. If he'd he done it two years ago, if he'd done it, you know, he hasn't done it for three years now.
0: Yeah, he sucks And they, they don't have They don't have A very good uh, Strength schedule uh, Regardless
5: So yeah. You know Who knows Kaepernick Hey McElroy, Is that your routine Or a performance Of Cirque du Soleil
2: <laughs> More free agent buzz To talk about Most recently We talked about The Mike Wallace trade We talked about The Kenny Stills trade But You know How about the New Orleans Saints We haven't talked about Them sort of tearing it down And but deciding to go sort of building it up and so building sort. it up in different respects. Building it up in the run game by signing CJ Spiller. So, so. anti New Orleans. It's just it's so I think what they're when they're were talking about it through text messages. He's like, I, I think they realize that Breeze has lost it a little bit. And no, they, that they're gonna need to get, hand it off a little bit more next season in order to keep sure. healthy. That, not only that, here's here's the thing. They
1: realized last year, when they saw what they saw. That they went, oh shit. We should have saw this two years ago, and we should have been drafting a quarterback and finding a replacement. They've not done anything. They'll, and, do,
0: it to, they'll do it in this draft. But They're here's the worst part. Nice but here's the
1: worst part. And 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 the worst part and the the best part about the NFL,
0: right? It was the best the weird, times. The weird the way that the, the business times. is.
1: Breeze's salary cap number is huge. Because of his number, and and they had to get rid of Jimmy Graham. So they got a first-round pick and return for it, right? Because you got to look at it this way. They're saying, you know what? It sucks. We have the best tight end in the game, um, but we had, to, we had to pay him a lot. But with what we're paying Drew Brees and what he costs against our cap, and because we can't find anybody else to play the position other than him, we have to keep him. We have to start trading all these things and trying to find new people to bring in, know that we're going to suck next year, and have two years of potentially good drafts, to rebuild this team because that's all it really takes. Three years of good drafts and you are a perennial, yep. uh, you know, yep. contender. Yep. So and they're gonna find a replacement now for him, either in this draft, and they're they're gonna, or two,
0: they're gonna take a stab at a guy, or
1: they're gonna go, or they're or they will draft a quarterback. Well, either that, or what they're eventually gonna have to do is acquire more draft picks and whatever in future stuff, and make trade someone for, for a quarterback. Jake
4: Woo. You know what they're you know what for someone younger. You know what i You know what they're
0: saying, Last year is in uh, San Diego. Your your ten year fantasy guy Rivers. Maybe they maybe they just love signing San Diego quarterbacks. And when when, when yeah. they get rid of Breeze and they hire the guy that replaced Breeze in San Diego. And How much
1: younger is he than Breeze? Four years or so. So, a rook, a so you buy yourself another couple of years? Yeah. But then you better, you, better find, you better be finding another replacement at that
0: time. We'll be picking no, no, all right. these other players in right. every other position. Uh, let's think of some other free agency moves. Well, that, no, no. Hey,
1: let me, let me, let's, let's go back to the to the whole Mike Wallace move and what that does in Miami. Because one of the guys that's like I'm so excited about is Jarvis Landry. Here's now a guy, and, and, and I'll give it another guy. Let's just combine them in the same conversation. Jordan Matthews. Two rookies last year that were not top-end drafted rookies who now situationally, because of how they performed, have allowed their teams to say, let the top wide receivers go, I like what we have here instead,
2: and we're going to build around these guys. I mean, definitely, they both have moved up a couple tiers, you know, just with guys leaving their team. So, how their roles will change, we're going to have to find out during training camp. That's going to make a big difference, because... Keeping uh, Jordan Matthews at six foot two, two hundred and fifteen pounds, dedicated to the slot all the time seems a little hunky dory to me. And then you know potentially Jarvis Landry's not that fast, so you got to sort of keep him in the slot where he can't where he can get off the line a little bit a little bit better and create that extra little space you know by running precise routes and using his precise route route running to you know sort of. Have a two way go and you know keeping those defensive backs guessing and that's why you're coming away with that low 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 yard per catch number. So definitely something to keep an eye on how they're going to change. But that's the thing. But but that's
1: the one thing too with both these guys being rookies. You never know how it's going to turn because it can always turn so much for the better because. Now that another guy has gone, that prevented you from being able to play that position or to do those type of things, and now you can be asked to do them and to go. Oh wow, the guy can actually run more than a ten yard uh, slant pattern. He can actually take a, a flag pattern, a post pattern, or, or take it, you know, and, and go deep, take it on a fly. Yeah. So you got, you know, you got to find out.
2: You got to find out. You All
1: right. So, so what are the, what are the free agency moves that, that you like? That for players, I want to know for players that left the team, what you like for the guys that are like, holy crap, I now have my chance. Who's your favorite? Can we talk about a
2: fantasy defense? Sure. Is that okay? How about I'll, Vince Wilfork? I'll allow it. How about Vince Wilfork joining the Texans? How so, about it? You know, J.J. Watt on one side. Vince Wilfork in the middle. Sometimes it end. Yeah. You know.
1: So Damian Clowney going to be coming back fully healthy on the other side.
2: You know, Cushing and other guys. The re-signing of a Kareem Jackson. And, yeah. You know, for a sneaky, you know, fantasy tight or a fantasy defense next season, be like, hey, you know, they're you know they're gonna score some touchdowns because of JJ Watt, and they're gonna force some fumbles because of JJ Watt, and eventually this guy's gonna set the single, single sack record. And if you don't think so, you need to watch JJ Watt try and jump five feet one inches and then land on the on the trainer. Yeah, <laughs> wipe out. Oh. You need to watch that because. That just gives you an idea how crazy this guy is to so think he can make that in the first place. He's and, made it, hasn't
1: he? Or has he done?
4: A little no, no, work? yeah, we did, did five foot. The,
0: that that, that, that you
1: know,
2: was, was five, five foot feet. that he did, but
1: he didn't do five one.
4: Yeah,
1: it's tough, man. You have a limit. Everyone has a limit. But think about this. I love that one too as well. I like women. I want, up let's up let's, let's talk about foot. it for IDP <laughs> leagues though. If you're an IDP player, the guy who I think is your best benefit here is a Jadavian Clowney, who is a guy who. We'll be forgotten about. Well, no, no, right. He's already forgotten about. He he screwed people. He screwed people like me. I'm in an IDP league. We have our draft. As soon as the NFL draft ends, we have our draft. I drafted him, and we have three rounds of draft. So I took him in my third round late in the draft. And I'm expecting him to be a defensive lineman. And then he gets linebacker status. Well, that's a death call for a guy who's a pass rusher. But... Here's the best part. Now you got J.J. Watt, as you said, who can do it no matter what. Can do it with nobody else on the line. The guy, the ultimate, the big, biggest freak since the freak when Curse when first came out. I mean, that's the most comparable guy I can, I can see athletically and speed-wise. And everything that he does It's like, holy shit, what is he doing out there? You put Fork in the middle. He commands two players to block him. He doesn't have to... He, oh, no. have, he Old guy. does not get sacks. doesn't need to. He just needs to be a plug. He's a plug. To, 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 to. So they have a pocket now. The plug of the pocket and these two guys on the outside collapsing that thing like crazy. It's
2: going to be nuts. That's all. Yeah, I got the fantasy defense reference. Who else has signed on the offense side signed the ball recently? Besides that trade... Uh, uh, I, I,
0: I, let's talk get? about Spiller. Spiller signed, ended up signing with... New Orleans So you, they sign Ingram And then 10 days later They sign Spiller Much better
4: Ingram signing than, catch.
1: Much better signing than, than, than them going back To Reggie Bush Who we already talked no question. About. No, no question. question
0: No question I'm surprised Another team Or A team Didn't take a chance On, on Spiller
2: Why say, wouldn't you With the tail this guy could. could? He's done I'm it I'm surprised Dallas Didn't give him a shot I am shot, too. You know Uh you know, run. DMC for two years.
0: Bears, if you think we're not yeah, signing, that, okay. you think okay. we're not signing Forte next year, run. De- r- r- for what the money that he got, get Bears. The Bears are not. The Bears have failed
1: every time. And now this is a new regime, but they've failed every time. And this is the other thing. Why would you go and pay an aging veteran, the Michael Bush, the, the Marion Barber? The, why are you doing this? Okay, you, you missed on Kadeem Carey. New regime. Be smarter. There's another rookie running back or someone that you can find out there on the cheap that you can bring in that can compete. Why does New England have to be the only one that finds a Jonas Gray? Anyone can find these guys. Find them.
0: I like. Don't your I like some. your anger. It is I like anger. anger in the show. I feel like the emperor. Really yes, we talked about the
2: Bears for an hour, I don't make anybody blood boil.
4: Well, yes, the release. Yeah,
5: I, speaking of Belichick, is there, you know. hey, I was on Quaaludes. I don't even remember Oslo. But I remember Boston, and that victory was as sweet as the cream pie for which the town was named.
0: <laughs> nice. Um, all right, let's. I think I think that's I think that's some good buzz. Okay, so how about how about how about run run DNP in Dallas? That
1: to me is what we were talking earlier. This is a signal to we are going to sign Melvin Gordon. It, 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 it's it's absolutely uh, you know you can't
0: not like you're sitting there going oh. McFadden's gonna be our answer. Not as much of an answer as a. No, this is. I am going. This is a signal that I am going to drink. A val day oh. Oh, You smell like a winner!
2: <laughs> I, you know, that's, the, that's the first time you ever heard that one.
0: They, did, they didn't give. That was mean and hurtful again. <laughs> again? <laughs> that's what can I say? <laughs> I don't know where it's come from, the old stag party. I I mean, it. I'm sorry. About I'm sorry. Giggles. I banged one of your wives from you, Utah. You're gonna bring it like this?
1: Here's what you're bringing it. In. No way.
5: This guy cannot hold my jock sweat.
3: I can hold it all day long. Try me. Maybe I will. Maybe you should. You challenging me, princess? I'm not inviting you to the Skating Federation's annual Christmas party. But bring it on. It is on.
5: Oh, good. We're in agreement then. What?
3: What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you what? <laughs> I'm definitely not inviting you to that you know, Christmas party. <laughs> uh, what were we talking? about? <laughs> 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 Winning. I'm thinking about eggnog. All of a sudden, bro, run DMP, run DMP. Mean, run DMP, run DMP. They signed Melvin
1: Gordon signed him
2: for no- nothing. Nothing. But it's, it's just sing- because of the Arkansas connection. Like, hey, it's a know, signal. This one of This could happen, and if we need a backup, who's going to be? Semi- their, he's
1: their next Felix Jones. It's, it's, the whole thing with them is, it's one of two things. No, no, Staggs, it's one of two things. It's Adrian Peterson or it's Melvin Gordon. It's going one way or the other. And... Well, what about if Gurley's there? Do they
0: think Gurley over Gordon? No, because,
1: because you're a team with the offensive line that you have with agent Tony Romo, you have uh, big money, uh, Jerry Jones, he wants to win now. So you're going to go with the guy who is at least healthy. And you're going to go with Melvin Gordon because this guy who's you don't have any questions, you don't have to worry about. You just you need a plug and play. We have a team with Des Bryant here, Jay, aging Jason Witten. We have to win now. Yeah. So you, I, you, I
2: I agree that they'd go Melvin Gordon, but I agree for different reasons. I
1: agree for, they go for him to trade for Adrian Peterson. I'm saying. Why that. do you think?
2: I think just for football reasons, you go you know behind that line, that's like a power offensive line. You go with the guy who's been in like the true power scheme and not the semi-spread that Georgia ran, you know, last year. You go with the guy who's just, he knows how to run behind, you know, eye formations and run out of the single back, you know, which is all they ran, you know. So you go with the guy who knows how to run the system and who's going to pick up the, you know, couple yards you need every play and also has that chance to, you know, knock it home and, yeah, who knows about Melvin Gordon's hands? That's one thing they're a little concerned about. But you've got a Lance Dunbar as a passing back compliment. And you've got a run DMP as a passing back compliment. But we already talked about how Tony
1: Romo completed what the, most, the highest percentage of passes to running backs. And part of that is what DeMarco was able to bring. And, and, and to have that dual threat, you need to have that dual threat for him to be as effective as he can be. The thing is, too, is like if also look at the history of Wisconsin running backs. It's not been a glorious history.
2: You
1: not know, in the NFL. No. I mean, in, 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 you know, at
2: Wisconsin, it's been pretty fucking
1: yeah, no boring. But, no, but, no, but, no, here's, but here's where I'll bring yeah, sure. the juxtaposition. Because, yeah, while you've had the horrible production in the NFL, not horrible, but just nothing great with Ron Dane's Monte Ball, horrible, but, you know, uh, James White didn't do anything but last year. But you've had a history of, of guys that have come out and been serviceable players. Melvin Gordon does not fit the mold of those other players that have come out in the NFL He is that more breakaway runner. Now, what bothers me is that he didn't show that breakaway speed in his 40 time. So, this is the only thing where you got to hope, well, you know what, he's just faster when he's got his pads on and he doesn't lose any speed.
0: Well, I really wish I had some of those statistics in front of me about the uh, rookies. Just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. Deflecting stag parties meanness on me and taking it (laughs) out on you. It's the old do unto
2: others is done to you. Oh, we're going with the Pyro Triangle right now? We're doing it's the Pyro much, Triangle. It's uh, eventually going to come back to yeah, me? You, yeah, got me you, uh, got,
3: you got me feeling really good. Next five You know games. what I got for my 10th birthday? A six-pack of protein shakes and a subscription to men's health.
5: I didn't have a 10th birthday. My sister told all my friends I was in jail for armed robbery.
3: When I was nine, my dad insisted on having me circumcised to minimize wind resistance. (laughs) While driving
5: me to skating practice, my parents were in a fatal accident. My brother and sister blamed me for their death, and they forced me to work for them, like a slave.
1: That's how I feel at Pyro.
0: (laughs) All right, we're going to (laughs) segue to the future of Pyro. We got something exciting. This Saturday, we're all going to have a little... uh, a, a little therapy session uh, here, and we're gonna do a Camp David. Dogmatic is gonna be here. Stag party's gonna be here. I'm gonna be here. Houdini's gonna be here. We're getting some phone calls in from Mo. We're gonna talk to OC, aka the Vath, uh, and we're, we're working on a lot of cool things for 2015. I won't go into it too deeply. Oh, here's everything. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, you know, so we've we've heard in uh, in reviews and whatever that when we're doing too much heavy promotion for Pyro that it's annoying. We're sorry that's the case, but the shit's been free, so deal with it. Uh, I tell you what, let,
1: let's let's get into it. And when it starts to be to the point where everyone's really getting it's gonna annoyed, be quick. no,
0: no, when everyone's getting annoyed, I got I got a bit to play. then okay. we can come back. It's gotta be quick, so we'll get we'll that bit going. So it's sooner. always fun. It's yeah, always it's fun. fun. I like the bits. I like the bits. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're building something different. We're doing Pyro Pro. We said we were doing it last year. It's deep in in, in in development. We're doing it this year. It's going to be awesome. We've been doing a lot of content, including Beat Writer's piece. We talked about touchdown dependency today. We talked about QB ball distribution. Who is doing this stuff and actually showing it to you at all at this time of year or any time of year at all? Ever? No, no one. And we're doing, on top of that, the ability for you to follow players that you love in a dashboard
2: uh, what do you got next? Houdini's also going to write the offensive line piece. That is right. That I is right. Yeah, we do. we're am. just deciding everything yeah. that we during this
0: podcast. Hey, offensive lines. <laughs> 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 Don't give me dog music. <laughs> <because I'm, or, laughs> I've given you the A-team. Hey, it's A team. Houdini's I know. on the A team, bro. Hey. <laughs> You're on the A team, offensive lines. You're on the A team for the OL team. Oh boy, oh. I can't wait to write about the OL. The OL, OMG! You should see his face. (laughs) OMG!
3: On the OL, I'm breaking it up right now. Whatever the kids say. That was textbook execution.
5: Same scores I beat you with in Oslo. Hey, I was on Quaaludes. I don't even remember Oslo.
0: I don't. We'll get you. What did you say? I don't remember. I don't remember. You won't remember that that uh, that directive. Uh, But here's what we're doing. We're doing some great stuff. We got a great team. We're building more and more guys and writers that we can count on. We're going from being two people six years ago to three people four years ago to five people two years Yeah, whatever. We're We're doing some really dope stuff, and we're working really hard on this and communicating and figuring out how to build Pyro and Pyro Pro into a beast. And I think we got it. I thought we were going to be able to pull some of this stuff off last year. I'm glad we didn't because we would have dropped the ball. But Pyro Pro is going to be awesome. Literally, I, I know I'm, I want to talk about the future of Pyro, but I, I don't want to talk about it right now. I don't want to talk about the offering. I don't want to talk about the cost.
1: Let's, let's Listen, listen. Here's here's all you need to know. Unfortunately, for everyone that's enjoying us as a free model, that's unfortunately not going to be the way it's going to go on anymore. Yeah. Those
0: of us that work here, we need to earn a living. And we are going to continue. We're spending money on this right. on a yearly basis, and getting and making money off the draft kit, which is great. A lot of you guys buy it. We make good money on it, and it increases every year. We appreciate. Here's it, the thing: we have so but many. It costs other, we have, us money. We have
1: so guy. many other resources and other people and things that we want to be able to bring into this. But unfortunately, and we want to, all of us would love to be able to do this full time. Yeah. And here's the crazy thing: when the cost comes out, whatever the cost is for you think about what the average cost of any of you that are in fantasy leagues right now, it's minuscule. And for the advice that we give compared to everybody else out there, I just, I don't care. I know. The charts the Stags comes up with, the, the, every, every minutia of everything that we do
0: is overboard. And I think the most important thing that is going, just so you know, the big different, differentiator between pyro, pre, now and pyro post is you guys send us a question via facebook via twitter and via our website via second opinions and we answer and you guys are always blown away by it and your responses and the love that we get from you show that you're like wow you guys answer fast that's really sweet we love doing that but at the same time it's gotten to a point where we get so many of these questions through personal emails through facebook through twitter through uh, the second opinions that we want to continue to answer that, but we think that that should be a premium service. We think that what we're giving to the table there is something that I hope you guys that have been asking will still value that and realize, wow, that was a great thing that I've been getting from these guys for the last season or last How about three this? seasons.
1: Let, let's put to the just just uh, as, I, as we toot our own horn here. When we say we were three people, we were four people, we're six people. We're doing all this, and we're giving all the content that we're giving, and we're doing all of the, the stuff on a weekly basis, and we're recording a
0: podcast. So help us out, huh? We, yeah, that's all we're saying. Help us out around. Remember, remember, one yeah. time I, for hosting costs, I blew a guy in an alleyway. <laughs> <laughs> You I don't want to have to blow a guy in alleyway for money <laughs> to pay for our hosting. Which, because we did this website It cost we me five, on Rails, it cost me, it's $250 a month. It cost me, me $1,500 for that blowjob, by the way.
5: Checking out my ink. Some people refer to me as the illustrated man. Each tattoo tells a different tale. They're like chapters in my life. Really? So, what's that one about? That one represents the dragon lady. You might know her as Michelle
3: Kwan. That's Michelle Kwan? Most decorated figure skater in U.S. history? You tapped
5: that? Sure did. The perfection can drive a woman, mad. She was ready to quit and hang up her skates, settle down, pump out a few little chastlings. Couldn't let her do it. Not the way I roll. So,
3: what's that one with the horse?
5: My blonde Ukrainian she-devil.
3: Not Oksana Bayul. At 16, she won the gold, turned pro, and was named one of Barbara Walters' most fascinating persons of 1994. But don't
5: let her fool you. She's as cold as the ice she skates on. She's like dry ice. Wait, she's colder than that. What's colder than dry ice? I
4: don't know.
5: I'll tell you what it is. Oksana. I promise I never sucked
0: Houdini's cock. <laughs> I'm just gonna put that out there. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just gonna put that out there. I just want to set the precedent. I think it was a little confusing what you said earlier. What really was that sound bite? Never have Houdini and I ever hey, hooked hey, up. Hey, you know,
1: even during that, he tried to get. He tried to I'm get to it. I am trying to help you I am trying to get it. He tried to get I, it. I, he distracted me. Every time, three times. Distracted me. Golden, golden, golden that made sense. That distraction
0: made sense. Yes. Because you want me to admit to it. Yes. You want (laughs) the Golden Sombrero (laughs) (laughs) All Alright, guys. Pyro Pro is going to be sweet. Pyro is going to be sick this year. I think you guys can see, by the way, we're rocking it on Facebook, rocking it on Twitter. We're the only site that's doing year-round podcasts. We're back on our grind. We're meeting this weekend to figure out a lot of inner inner stuff. It's going to be a 10-hour. This is business, man. We're taking care of it. We're doing it early, year-round. We do not mess around and that's why you listen to us and we're fired up can i agree that we're more energized right now about pyro than we ever have been
5: valverde
0: you trunk no
5: but this ought to do it
0: i mean we're fired up about this stuff we're fired up about your patronage we're fired up about pyromaniac we're fired up to ramp this thing up to a new gear it's awesome so let's just shut it down there we appreciate you listening to us and, and doing this week in and week out, man, it's it's awesome to have you on board. You guys m- make it worth it for all of us, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Well, you agree? We were sitting here recording and doing all this stuff. Why have we done? Why, we, we love we love firing it up for you guys. Why
1: have we done it since for you since uh, 2009?
0: Yeah, we started in nine. Me in 2011. So yeah. why? Yeah, because we love it. It's we just the it. best. We love it, and we're going to keep on firing it up and ratcheting it up and taking it to the next level. Keep sticking with us. Fire it up. Pyro Podcast, episode 168, Catch Fire. I was gonna have it close out on the song Catch Fire yeah, because by Jesus and Mary Chain. But unf- I'll do that next week. Unfortunately I'm call you
1: catch fire part two. Part two. Because unfortunately D-Rex forgot that we alternate music Drats. and it's my week. So again, you're gonna get Zap. This is what Zap it up. Zap is what this is one of these amazing bands that came out of the Dayton, Ohio area in the early 80s. Uh, all were like from working class families that were working at the plants, and they all bought their kids instruments, and there were like so many bands of funk origin that this like blew out their mind. This end is more bounce to the ounce. What you got, Stags? <laughs>
2: uh, I mean, I just like how they're gonna name next week's like Catching Fire Part Two. And you guys are going full Homo Hunger Games.
3: <laughs> Screw you, the <laughs> Hunger Games. The Running
2: Man
0: came first. It's a tumor. You were right the whole time.
1: <laughs> All right, everybody. Funk it up. More bounce to the apps.
0: Holla. We love you guys. we
1: Here we go. Turning three, two,
3: one. Uh, USA. The gold medal has been won by Jimmy and Jazz, thanks to Hector's idea. We did it, Hector. Boom! We sure did. Thank you, Hector. He did it for us. Where's Hector? Here I am, guys. We did it. High fives. Cool. Way to go, guys. Gold medal. You guys are the best. Hey, uh, Jimmy. you yeah, Hector. Can, can you give me a time out here with Jazz? Yeah, sure. Are you crying? No? I'm fine. Okay. I'll go over here. Sandwich. Hey, Jazz? What is it? Boom. I just want to say, you guys are partners now. I've been friends with him forever. And you take good care of him. I will. Boom. He just, he loves food. And he likes dreams and whispers. And his favorite movie is Short Circuit and Fried Green Tomatoes. And Swatch over (laughs) All right? I will. Boom. You have my word. High five. God bless you. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Jimmy, you can come back. What are you guys were talking about? Just stuff, you know. Hey, guys. You're amazing. I just want to say, keep dreaming. Because there's a lot of dreams to be had. You are safe.